Welcome to another episode of Distry. My name is Kirk with Walrus Carp, and with me, as always, is the wonderful, amazing, talented, Kungaloosh Kate. Kate, the Disney sister own. Kate, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm doing so great, Skipper Kirk. <laughs> Very excited to be heading to Florida this evening. Well, not, mm-hmm. not literally. Still in my closet, but <laughs> metaphorically heading over to Florida to see um, the Jungle Cruise queue in Florida, which honestly, there is so much uh, going on in this queue. It is it was insane to try to organize all this information. I mean, I feel <laughs> like it's much, time. much the same, much the same as last week's. It's very challenging to put all the little details. And there's there's a lot of things that we'll showcase tonight and talk about, but we still have. Like, I don't have a lot of answers for some things, you know, yeah, I have so a couple I, things that are unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. Like there and and there's some things that I just need to go back and take better pictures of, because as I'm diving in and researching, I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder, you know, it's like one of those things where uh, a little bit of better tech, I think we would we would uncover even more. So it's yeah. exciting, you know, and once again, like that's the great part about this is there's so many unanswered details and things that. You know, I, Kate, you and I were talking about this. The one thing that's so great about this series, and we love getting feedback from fans who are listening, uh, is that we go through the minutia, but that there's still more to uncover and uh, yeah. and retelling those stories from Imagineers and uh, their details that are often lost, I feel. Yeah. And, yeah. I feel like a lot of our episodes, you know, these even these long series we do when we dig into the nitty gritty details, I still have uncovered so much from the Haunted Mansion that we didn't include in that 13, 16 million part series that we did in the Haunted Mansion, because there's always more to uncover. There's always more that comes to life. There's more stories that need to be told. And that's actually one of the things I love about history, about Disney history, because um, all of these were Although there's stories that are tied to human beings that created something. And I love that we get to tell those stories and honor those people that that otherwise are just kind of unknown. So um, what a cool thing that we get to do um, every week, come together and honor those Imagineers. Yeah, because honestly, otherwise they would be lost. And uh, and and sadly, that's like one of those things where you just don't want to. I don't know. We do our best. That's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> we do the best we can, and we are willing to admit when we're wrong, because that does happen once in a while. But um... that is not true. We never admit that, and we've never <laughs> been wrong. So that's uh, just delete that part of the podcast. <laughs> Edit that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, so one of the trickiest parts of these cues has been um, because we have cues throughout time, it's changed. So Kirk mm-hmm. and I kind of decided like, well, let's um, usually we do things kind of chronologically. This one will kind of like do section by section and we'll talk about what used to be there versus what is now. Um, and this cue is a little bit tricky because some things are have been there the whole time or some things have kind of disappeared. It's 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 all kind of complicated, but I think we need to start outside the queue in the history of the front of the building, kind of like we did with Disneyland, if that's okay with you, Kirk. Yeah, I I'm, I want to start with a piece of concept art, uh, which <laughs> showcased this lovely little couple who uh, is in, just enjoying, it looks like a postcard. And similar to Disneyland, it does have kind of that bizarre on the left-hand side. It does have a boat dock. It does have a multi-tiered boat house. However, we don't get anything close to that. I mean, I guess this section is somewhat similar, 
Um, but yeah. when we first start out, it looks very boring. Like it's horribly boring in comparison <laughs> to uh, to Disneyland. It is like no is. thatched buildings, no restaurant on the water. There's there's no double tiered boathouse. Uh, the only thing that I would say that is similar to this is that we do start on a hill and we curve around to the left and go into the attraction. That's about the only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um, so the interesting thing is that the Jungle Cruise is situated situated at the lowest elevation of any attraction in the Magic Kingdom. So this is important because that creates this like um the, it creates it so you can't see any parades or anything that goes by. It's it's basically to hide the sight lines so that you can't see all the things that are going on around you. So if you're in the Jungle Cruise, that's why you go down that ramp and go down into that area. And it's all because of sight lines to make sure that they block out all the extra stuff. So you, you stay in the story. Um, kind of an interesting thing about... This I will also say about the, the Adventureland narrative that is an overarching one in Adventureland is that it alternates between um, what is colonial and what is native and what is nature. Like there's this kind of like triad of things that are competing for your attention there. So there's kind of the wild adventurous. There's the, the natives that were um, occupied the land before the colonialists came in. And that is true of all of Adventureland, not just the Jungle Cruise. So. So even uh, we're looking at an overview map just on Google Maps, uh, but you see that storyline being told with the foliage here, right? So down here on the left-hand side, is, or down here on the, the right-hand side, is Crystal Palace, which Victorian style, almost um, like a colonist style home that you would find, you'd find these in the jungle due to European influence and colonization of Africa. So you kind of get that feel with the Crystal Palace. And we're starting to get some more of the tropical plants. It's not until we actually get to Adventureland, which I do have a video in here um, that is queued up of the beginning of this area. If you want to, we can take yeah, a look at this real quick because I just think it's it's unique to see what this looked like previously. So where we were just at was the Crystal Palace is over here on the right-hand side. This bridge still exists. Um, the Winnie the Pooh statue from the 50th is down on the end. And then over on this side is where we're going to see Adventureland. So I'm going to probably pause this a couple of times because it, it skips a lot. Like these old home movies skip tremendously. So this still area is... Um, we have the spring roll cart would be over here on the left-hand side. This section would be Club 33. Uh, these palms in this area exist, but no tiki. And the Adventureland sign is down here on this little, like, bench stonework with the palms out of the top. But, however, this does change to the over-the-top style uh, Adventureland sign. So this was the original, um, the OG, if you will, of how you would get into Adventureland. And then we'll see that this cuts really quick to, all right, how, how far do you have to get in there? <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> was, yeah. This is so cool. First of all, I, I know you're going to, you're going to love, hang, I got to take this off the stand real quick. First of all, how cool were these bamboo uh, trash cans? Old school bamboo that. trash cans. Plus uh, we can look all the way at, um, well, now it's Aloha Isle, but it was, uh, Sunshine uh, Tree Terrace, right, was all the way in this section, Tiki Room over here. But all these little bench seating plus little tables and umbrellas, 
no magic carpets, no spinning camels. How open and then it is. there was, yeah, and then there was a little store called Tropic Toppers. I don't know Ooh, what they so sold cute. there, but I need to learn more about Tropic That's, Toppers. Sounds like hats. Yeah, I that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta, you know, uh, and then there was a lot of people. Um, when I just look at the open space, there were these, like I had mentioned, that bench seating that kind of wraps around, which reminds me a lot of what we have currently with the Speedway uh, in yeah. Tomorrowland. We still or have that Disneyland. kind of planner box. It's very mm-hmm. similar to Disneyland. Disneyland has more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing that we see here is the horrendously long name for the Tiki Room when it was Tropical <laughs> Serenade. It says like Tiki Birds up here. We get a little bit closer. But yet again, remember, like this is an insane amount of space. <clears throat> So now we get a little bit closer. This is actually when the zoom is helpful. And it says <laughs> the enchanted tiki bird starring in the tropical serenade now appearing at the sunshine, sunshine pavilion, pavilion presented by the Florida citrus growers, which is like a normal name for an attraction. Yeah. The enchanted tiki yeah. bird starring in the tropical serenade now appearing at the sunshine pavilion presented by the Florida citrus growers. Okay, I need to make a second Tiki Room shirt that says that. One one for Disneyland and one for Disney World. I feel like we need both. Right. (laughs) It's too good. What is it with their like ridiculously long Tiki names? I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. It's so funny to me. Okay. It's they clearly they they didn't get it all in on one sign. They needed a secondary sign over here. So this this is kind of cool because there's this giant water feature which no longer exists. This has I know, been I miss that. this is now like bench seats over here, um, where this water feature is. You still have your thatched roof. That building still exists. Water buffaloes on top. I believe I'm going to skip us a little bit ahead to because the first time that we get to see the Jungle Cruise is actually up in Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> look, at, look at the style, dude. Carry it. <laughs> His girl with the bell bottoms and that hat. <laughs> She's like, my feet are tired. He's like, think. I got you. <laughs> now look, Sunshine Tree Terrace, you can meet Baloo. Nice little meet and greet. Oh, look at this guy's that. camera. He also yes. kind of looks like Prince Eric. I know he's not going for a bound, but tell right. me that dude doesn't have a Prince well, Eric was, thing going that on. That has to be before. When was this from? What was the this, date on this? This was from May of 1972. Okay, so this is before Little Mermaid. So yeah, so the original he was, he was, We found him. So somebody was like, "Hey, is that what's that guy's name? Eric? I really like his style. But he's got that handy cam too. It's he was an early vlogger actually in 1972. Right? Did you did you ever see his YouTube channel? It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's called the Original <laughs> Eric Adventures. Eric 1972. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it, this is like these great home movie style is just so cool. The home you know? movies is where you can find all kinds of it. Oh, look at that beautiful okay. shot. I've been okay. looking for that. I know. That's what I'm saying. You have to. Don't worry, Kate. I'm willing to watch hours and hours of somebody else's home movies to get one <laughs> picture frame. That's what I do. Every I was up so late watching home movies last night. Random strangers <laughs> in Disneyland. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> Okay, so for those that are listening, what we're looking at is the most boring, just wooden building and like a tin roof uh, that has like a patio ceiling or a patio second story um, that never gets utilized. There is a staircase, however, as well. But the uh, the Jungle Cruise sign is just Jungle Cruise. That's it. And there's there's just wood walls. There's no decoration on this. However, 
there is something that you will recognize in the modern day uh, mm -hmm. Adventureland, which are these misting and spitting tiki's that do get moved up the hill. Um, Wait, I have and, a picture of them. Yeah, and this is keep kind of talking. like where that staircase was. Yeah, I'll keep this on here for now. So yeah, yeah, there they are. By the way, much more aggressive with the spit lately. Like way more aggressive. Um, the I I got hit by one, and that's when my uh, TikTok live said I was doing dangerous behaviors. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was like, dangerous. I am a professional at getting shot in the face with water. So <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but it's it's very uh, it's very boring. That's all I can say is it's just it's just trifly boring to even look okay. at what this can started I as. Say something about these tiki's. Okay, hang on. Let me go back. So yep, go they were originally going to be, um, they were going to have sound um, that they, they were told, oh gosh, they were called talking logs in the original. <laughs> so I actually have it. This is, let's see if you can say it. It might be flipped, but it says talking logs. Oh yeah. I, I actually found that exact same picture. I thought it was from a different scene though when I was reading it. Mm -mm. That's so funny. Okay. No. So there's no evidence that they actually ended up talking in the end, but this is what this is, is a record of all of the sound effects that are happening in the Jungle Cruise. So um, in this and so this page says um, talking logs, but they actually drummed. So they were drumming and not talking, which do they drum now? They, drum they do now, drum. They? they do drum yeah. now. It's like boom, but a boom, but a boom, but a That's actually very accurate. That's yeah. uh, the, that's exactly what they do. So you might ask, why did they move? Why aren't they still in front of it? Well, there was a renovation that take, uh, that took place. Remember how we talked about in the Haunted Mansion, how uh, they quickly realized that more things should be undercover in uh, Disney World <laughs> versus Disneyland because it rains more and the sun's a little more intense. It's horrible. Um, so they added a second queue area to the Jungle Cruise in Florida to add extra queuing space where that was undercover. And it's about so the I, same. So that happens in 1973. <laughs> I don't want to go there yet, though. Is that OK? okay? Can we can we because I know you're going to yeah. I know what you're trying to pull up. You're trying to show <laughs> renovation and expansion. You're like, not yet. Stop. Not yet. <laughs> Just wait, Kate. <laughs> Okay, let me show you some other pictures from this exact time period. And I think this will illustrate exactly what Kate is talking about. Uh, this is a crowd outside of the Jungle Cruise, and they're completely outside. So you think that uh, with Lightning Lanes or uh, Genie Plus, Fast Passes, look at how these people are getting scorched yeah. waiting for the Jungle Cruise. You know, like <laughs> these poor guys under the umbrellas are like, oh, man, I'm glad I'm not in that. And I have the Haunted Mansion without the canopy. You can see the same same thing is happening. They are out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And and it just was the Imagineers not thinking of how brutal the Florida heat would be. Mm -hmm. So they didn't originally have any of that. Which is also why, like I've told before, they didn't get the Columbia sailing ship like they had planned, because that doesn't have a cover either. It's just out in the sun on the top deck, unless you're below, which doesn't have very much space. So that's why they added a second stern wheeler instead of adding the Columbia sailing ship like Disneyland. And that's why we have the Columbia Harbor House, because they, they, made, they said, well, we can't have the ship, but we'll just name a restaurant after it instead. And they put the mural on the side. So Now, good, good uh, one, thing, one thing I couldn't find, I couldn't find a better picture of what this sign says. 
to the right of the Jungle Cruise sign. I know. Because I in my nineteen in my nineteen seventy two uh, image, it has no sign, and so this was either an original sign or it ended up being um, just added later, like at 1973 when they started making the canopy. I'm not really sure. But again, here's our talking logs. I think I have it the same. <laughs> yeah. To, clearly, you and I use, <laughs> at least on this part, the same resource. Yeah. Well, and which, the question here um, was, did they use that queue space uh, or did they use that second story for a queue space? And it doesn't look like it was a queue space. I think that it was similar to Disneyland as it was a place where people could go and maybe relax. There might be chairs up there. It might be an observation deck. It might've been storage so, or crew only, but I don't think it was a queue. According to the same site that we got these images from on the left-hand side, there was a two tier staircase. So it would go up like half this, half the story and then zigzag backwards, half the story. And it never got utilized. But it yeah. did exist. Like, it was a space. It just was never used by guests or by cues. Um, so, yeah, I have that exact same image. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of see it in the back of this photo that there was a big staircase that would go up. And I think because of its location, I think it was meant for guest access because it doesn't – it's a pretty wide staircase. It's not a small mm -hmm. one, and it's not hidden. So if it was only for crew, they wouldn't put it in a very obvious no. place. That wouldn't make but sense. it's I think it was supposed to be some sort of queue, but it didn't make sense to have people go up, turn around, go back down the same staircase. But I mean, that happens at Disneyland. So, right. Well, it does. That's true. But I'd, I think they never used it for that, that I can tell. But it was there was a second story up there. And I'm guessing it was like Disneyland's observation deck where you could go up there and enjoy the view, but um, not necessarily do much else. I feel like I had a picture from up there. Uh, oh, yeah, here. So this is what it looked like from the upper part. So it was accessible from the roof. This might be from the roof roof. It's like way up there. <laughs> but there's crates yeah. and stuff. So mm -hmm. this is clearly from the corner where you're watching the boat go into the jungle. Um, and, you know, I want to shout out to uh, the resource for this, too, because uh, you and I got a lot of the similar stuff from both uh, Passport to Dreams as well as who's the other guy? Retro, WDW, they were both yeah. really good. And Laughing Place was really good. Passport to Dreams is by Fox Nolt, who also wrote Boundless Realms, so the Haunted Mansion book oh, that we love so much. Oh, no way! Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah what, so, what a, really it is a small world, for... after all. Uh, was a former cast member who worked in the Haunted Mansion and also is just kind of obsessed with Florida-specific uh, history. So if you're really interested in Walt Disney World history, um, Passport to Dreams is a really great site for that. Um, they do a lot of what we do, which is digging into history and comparing photographs and things like that. And really like, but they've done it for years longer than we have done this mm -hmm. podcast. <laughs> I feel um, like one day I'm going to have to go to some local libraries in the area and just like pour through. And that'll be like a really nerdy day. But yeah, the, awesome but the Orlando Sentinel, I think, is the one that like mm -hmm. did all the reporting on Disney World. And there's so much there. So. Yeah, there has to be just tons and tons of long forgotten pictures and photos and just, you know, that would be awesome to get out there into the universe again. Yeah, that would searchable be awesome. functioning, you know. OK, um, so we did mention the fact that this queue does get a major change. They expand the boathouse queue. And in 1973, your beloved frogs from the Amazon River scene 
also get removed as well. Um, so that picture, that picture is really cool because it also shows that they're starting to build in 1973, not only an extra boathouse and canopies, but also the pirates pavilion, because originally we didn't open with pirates and people were like, where are the pirates, bro? But the thought was, we, and we talked about this before that Caribbean so close people in Florida don't care about pirates. Well, it turns out it was such an e-ticket. It was one of those things that it had to be there. It was a must-have attraction. And that's when they came up with those cute little uh, pictures that said, the pirates are coming. So it was like, we messed up, but we'll we'll bring them. Don't worry. Yeah, little buttons that they wore. So the pirates mm -hmm. are coming. And then here is that original boathouse is the green and blue with that little patio section up top right here, that viewing area. And then this red section ends up being the extended boathouse, which we use uh, now today. That's the one that has all of the boat crews in it currently. It also uh, houses um, the in, like our little medicine cabinet or the last aid cabinet. <laughs> yeah. So it's essentially their answer to getting people out of the sun is why mm -hmm. that area was added. And that was in 1973. So. Mm -hmm. um, so we have the Tiki's place outside the attraction. We have the queue rebuilt for the pirates. We have the Tiki's moving. Um, they also made that staircase that goes up into that area a little bit narrower and smaller that goes from the Jungle Cruise up into the rest of Adventureland. Um, I thought I had a photo of that, but I don't think I don't. Oh, here it is. So this was how it originally looked. It was a little bit wider of an area. It is also a, a it's a sore spot for me. I don't like ever since we've uh integrated genie plus and lightning lanes you cannot use that staircase anymore I know, it's, it's unfunctional it, it doesn't make sense because fastpass should have been a similar at least metrically i would think similar but the i guess it's a different it's a different setup in terms of times and people and it 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 is making it much more challenging yeah, it's well, it's like open certain times of day and then it closes and uh, that always bothers me. And I'm like, it's never consistent. <laughs> like you never yeah. know. That I haven't I haven't there. seen it open since we started with Genie Plus. It's been closed Interesting. down. Yeah, maybe it was just really early in the morning or something. And then they close it as soon as I don't know. I don't mm. know. But I will um, drop it quite a bit. I haven't seen it. I know, but who knows? Maybe it'll change. And they're 30 minutes earlier. So. Yeah, but you can't get into Adventureland 30 minutes earlier, Kate. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. She was talking about the Tomorrow Adventurelands, you know, the land of tomorrow. <laughs> the adventures will have tomorrow. It'll be yes, great. that's true. <laughs> um, so, Kirk, what, I'm going to let you maybe take the reins of this a little bit just because it's um you have a lot of the photos and uh i'm gonna let you be yeah. our guy our skipper you get to be a skipper this this evening oh thank you i appreciate it so there's so much that's going on here that you have to kind of take things scene by scene um and location by location as it changes quite a bit uh there's some things that there is just no images for like there's no walkthroughs of the queue people just go directly from the walkthrough to this in pretty much every single. Uh, so we'll be good when we're on ride, but you can see there's no, uh, this is the entrance section to the Jungle Cruise. There is no like canopy top or anything like that. It just, it just doesn't exist. So there's, this is there's the not, exit. it's like nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's nothing. There's and there wasn't really a lot in um in 71. I mean, you could see how austere it was. There was nothing there. It was just like blank walls. So there was no real storyline until we start getting um and and I'm fuzzy on dates here because they they mention a couple of timelines and that they've added queue updates since like 1991. It was is, 1991, I think, mm-hmm. is when they actually started adding things that made it a little bit more telling a story um, mm-hmm. versus just kind of like we've themed it like this. Now we're like trying to tell a story. Um, and I feel like that it might be when Albert Awall came in. OK, so 19. Let's do Albert Awall. Um, so we had talked about before in the past uh, episode uh, what's the name of your, your radio again? I mean, it's the global broadcasting services, but what is the name of your, oh, your gentleman who's on the radio? Oh, Nigel Greenwater. Nigel Greenwater. Thank and you. And then Skipper Missy is the updated one. Is the, is the current, right? So our Albert AWOL was exclusive to us and really funny, like little one-liners. And he's got that classic, like, Thanks so much for listening to me kind of like sound effects and we can listen to a little bit of it, but within it, and I actually have the script for it. Some of these lines are, are amazing. Like the, uh, it's, this is skipper Albert Awall, the voice of the jungle broadcasting on the DBC to all points unknown. And if you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to AWOL airwaves, which AWOL means absent without leave. It's a military term, which I think is interesting because there are so many skipper boats that do go AWOL. Like they just never return when they go out for a cruise. And in fact, we'll get to it later. But uh, Alberta Falls, who uh, is one of the lineage of Dr. Albert Falls, uh, who eventually takes over the jungle um, navigation company. She she also goes AWOL. We don't know where she went. But so <laughs> and then the next part storyline. <laughs> so you, obviously I'm a huge fan of this because of punny humor. It's it's very cheesy. But here's today's river tip from Skipper Bill on the Congo Connie. Bill says if it rains in the jungle, who cares? That's why we call it a rainforest. And then he has this snarky <laughs> response that goes, thanks, Bill. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like real deadpan. And then, and then the next great joke is uh, any travelers who may need exchange foreign currency during their voyage needn't worry. There will be banks all along our rivers. <laughs> <laughs> But it's huge. I mean, the script is is easily uh, I mean, probably the minutes of dialogue goes all the way for 46 minutes and 58 seconds. But they're all really, really, really funny. Well, and remember, just like Disneyland, they weave this in and out and around the music of the Jungle Cruise as well, which I'll mention Mm -hmm. here. So this is like we said in Disneyland, its vibe is a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more chill, a little bit, um, you know, you've got you've got your drink at the end of the night and you're getting ready for bed. This one for Disney World is like you're get, getting out and getting up there and, mm-hmm. and excited and you're going to go dance with your sweetheart. It's like it's it's upbeat. And so the um, the feeling of it is is very much like 20s and 30s, whereas the Disneyland one kind of leans more towards late 30s into the 40s. So I did make this playlist for you guys. It's on Spotify. That's called Walt Disney World um, Q, and it's under Distory Radio. So if you search for Distory Radio, it should pop up for you. I made both the Disneyland and Disney World one just as a little gift for you guys. But um, 
So some of the songs, I won't list them all that they have, but they've got Here Comes My Ball and Chain uh, the, by the Coon Sanders Nighthawks, Jeepers Creepers with Louis Armstrong, uh, Love is Good for Anything that Ails Ya, Ida Sue McCune, uh, Harlem, River Quiver, uh, Harlem River Quiver by Duke Ellington, What a Girl, What a Night by the Coon Sanders Nighthawks, uh, Digga Digga Doo by Duke Ellington, <laughs> uh, The King's Horses and the King's Men by Jack Hilton Orchestra, and so on and so, so forth. Oh, and Let's, Let's Misbehave, which is one of my personal favorites, by Irving Aronson. So um, these all are manipulated sound-wise to make them sound even older than they are in some cases where they aren't. A lot of them already sound pretty old. So, And like I said before, they do chop them up. If there's maybe some inappropriate stuff that they don't want to have in the parks, they'll cut that part out and they'll kind of fade it into an announcement with Albert Awal. So it's that's the soundtrack. I have it queued up. Shall we listen? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's listen to, like, let's take 30 seconds and just vibe for a little bit. Let's do it. Buffering. <laughs> Buffering. Here we go. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Awal Airwaves on the DBC. This is like another one of those great put it on that whole entire. And once again, uh, Kate has created a Spotify playlist that you can find on our Discord server um, that she shared, which is awesome. And uh, you can listen to this music while you're doing work. And I think this, it is very different, though. This is more like we got a we got a boogie kind of music versus Disneyland's more like very very vibey yeah, in the like, uh, in the it's low like a morning tempo and evening it's a morning and evening Ooh. playlist so you could have your morning get ready for your day playlist with the jungle cruise and disney world and then you could have the i'm unwinding after a long day in disneyland jungle cruise so mm. yeah. jungle cruise music for all your needs <laughs> whatever you need they've got it <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well yeah i love so I love that music and I love all of these. Uh, I, we could go on for years with all of the uh, script for Albert A. Wall. Um, I'll probably include the a link to it on our Discord and maybe even our podcast uh, notes so that you guys can look at more of the original script for that. Now, I believe Albert A. Wall is A. Wall now, right? He is no more. Yes. Because they replaced him. They have with, replaced him. With uh, Skipper Missy. 
Skipper Missy is now our new normal, which it's fine. It's not as good as Albert Wall. I have to admit it. It's just, it doesn't sound as like period piece wise. It just doesn't sound as, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, I have one thing that Albert Awell does say, and this ties into so much of the queue and also the attraction, is that he refers to being sponsored by Aero Casablanca, which we briefly mentioned in our past uh, episode about Disneyland. But Aero Casablanca was an air- airline that was in the 1930s, which offered exotic foreign tours and tour packages. And uh, they were sponsors of the Jungle Navigation Company. Um, oh, they're sponsors of Albert Awell's a a wall airwaves at the jungle navigation company um and based on their name it's likely that their operations were notably based after um out of casablanca in morocco now why is this important well casablanca from 1942 was something that harper goff worked on as a set designer harper goff was one of the main imagineers to design the jungle cruise so that is the main casablanca connection and it also kind of comes full circle with an airplane that is in the Jungle Cruise that we'll we'll get it we'll dig in the history of that a little bit more uh when we get to that in the attraction but the front half of it was in the Casablanca scene in the great movie ride so there's all these ties back to Casablanca um in that little announcement that he used to make which is really fun yeah and we actually do get a little piece of Casablanca uh in a map um, in the queue right at before you get to the, the boat launch. So that does exist as well in this queue. Yes. Uh, let's go into timing wise. We would be into 1991 and just look at some of the artifacts. There's not a ton. And then I can show you what they look like or the areas looked like when they tore them down. Uh, and then we'll go into what today kind of looks like and give you some storylines and backstory, a lot more details in that. And then I also have um, some walkthrough videos that I took, too. And then uh, there's just like a lot of really fun little tiny details. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I have some pictures from before they changed the queue because I was actually there taking some nice photos at that time. So Oh, so <laughs> I, I do have, have a few. The first thing that I have is... Uh, where it's current day, Alberta Falls is um, her office. Do you have yeah. anything before that? Like geography um, in the queue? I think I only have the elephant sign, but I think that's still there. Okay. That elephant sign is still there. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's on so, the left-hand no, side. I don't have anything else. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to show the elephant sign? Because it's right before that if you have it queued up. If not, I'll pull up this office stuff. I have it right here. Yeah. You... I don't okay, have it, office. So go ahead. Let's do the office stuff. So <laughs> it's very cluttered in this office, and the office originally belongs to Albert Falls. So this is Dr. Albert Falls' office. Tons of things in here. Old school typewriter, old school radio. There's also a ashtray with a smoking pipe in there. Um, lots of tribal um, and wood carvings are adorned all over the place, old school canteen. There's also uh, lots of um, like bug species. Now we had talked about that in Disneyland's, how uh, the process of like preserving butterflies and beetles and all those things, like and how they did that. Uh, so that was, that was in this section of the queue. And then here's another picture. Uh, there are some books. There's also Coca-Cola on here. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, there's a cricket cricket bat in the in the background and these butterfly 
uh, end up actually over in Skipper Canteen eventually. There's also an old school safari hat, some uh, binoculars, lots of different artifacts. Uh, yeah, and, and lots and lots of books. Uh, this one is about Nepal. So, um, Kevin Lively is in the chat. Hey, Kevin. Um, he says, I believe we changed the copy on the elephant sign. So I wonder if you have a current photo of it. And I see if I can pull up the one that is that I took before. All right, I'll keep that in mind and try to find it while we're uh, while we're rolling through. Okay. So yeah, that that's um that's what I have for uh, the the older um, office, and this actually is kind of when they're they're refurbing some things. So uh, they used to have this big X log, which no longer exists. It's just netting on that one section. And you'll notice uh, for anybody who is familiar with this queue, uh, this section actually had something on it as well. Uh, but now it currently has the life preservers. But before that was this big old cabinet that existed prior. So it had a map of Africa, a couple of tribal masks. Oh, and of that too. Oh, okay. Of which one? The tribal uh, masks? That, that, There's some spears on the walls? Cabinet, but let me find it. Okay. Go There's ahead. also uh, tribal shields on the right-hand side. And then all the way on the upper left, I found a good picture of a hidden Mickey, which I think is kind of <laughs> cool on this one. Yeah. Yep, that one's gone now. But, yep, hidden Mickey. Mm -hmm. And then um, this bottle here, I tried to read it. It's so hard to tell from this photo. But it seems to me it's like it's kind of one of those like miracle elixirs, which then makes me laugh based on what they have later, because it says it's kind of partially stained. They're closely counterfeited. Be sure you get that polish that is made by Zenbi. Pol oh, it's a polish is made by the Zenbi polish company. OK, so it's not an elixir. It's a polish. So they just have kind of random bottles that look like just actual antiques, if I had to guess that these were yeah because that, that was pretty common that imaginers would get actual antiques to fill in these mm -hmm. spaces and if you notice this lamp right here that'll be important to be able to identify what that wall looks like so uh in the interim before they did uh the 2021 refurb you could see that this wall was getting prepped for everything so that had been taken down which is interesting because uh i don't know if this is the same cabinet i don't think it is the the last aid stand i don't think it's the same exact that's one. what i was wondering if they it, just repurposed because it kind of looks it looks like originally i was like maybe it's this one but it's not this one isn't as deep this is the uh that's the bulletin I mean, board it's one. similar well where's the first the last aid one because we can put them up side by uh, side yeah hang on last aid is do i have one of all the way in the back i might just have up close pictures of the last aid i'll pull one up i know i have one somewhere so Give me a second. The um, so, yeah, I just I don't know if it is the same one now that I'm thinking about it. It's like one of those those few things. Um, it would make sense for them to repurpose it. Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, why waste space and resources if you can actually use something? So while you're looking for that, um, I'll go right to the, the they did have some of these old maps. Um, and then they had something that says leaving Lake Paradise for the plains is what that photo says there. So I have not been able to find like an actual connection to anything specific in the Jungle Cruise. It looks like it's just kind of setting the the tone for the story. Okay. 
So I just pulled up uh, in my video. This is what the last aid stand looks like. So different, different top, similar yeah. in the the setup of, um, it, just the top is different. That molding, I it could be, it looks very similar. The only the only thing that is different is the doors don't have that center section, which is mm -hmm. making me think it's not the same one. But yeah. it kind of an homage to the old cabinet that was there on the. Technically, this is on the backside of where you're looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> backside of water stars, like the backside of the right. wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normal. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, no, you're I good. do also you're have good. a closer picture that I took of these masks that are tribal, which of course is an homage to the original storyline of the Jungle Cruise, and that's why they're not there anymore. They changed that mm -hmm. out, um, which is similar to. Do you know if they put these anywhere in Adventureland like they did with Disneyland? They hung them up in the wall near mm. Bengal Barbecue and they put them up in the Tropical Imports area. They didn't, and they're also under Rosita. They're like a couple different places in Disneyland's. I would have to, I would guess that they would land somewhere around the Tiki Room or they would land uh, somewhere on the exteriors of either Aloha or Sunshine. Because or or in Skipper Skipper Canteen, they could totally be oh, yeah. in the corners. We look when we're there, when we're when we're there, we'll have to try to see if we can track. So they them do down have some little tiki's and things in the corners of that main room. In they there. do, especially where the backside of Water Barrel is. There's mm -hmm. a lot of different artifacts, and then next to where they have the Christmas decorations on the second floor, there's a whole lot of like hodgepodgey stuff that could easily have that in there or even by the office sections on that second oh, yeah. floor it's possible so yeah okay we'll take a look around um mm -hmm. i also have some pictures of that just the roof area of that second queuing space that they added in 1973 there's not mm -hmm. a whole lot going on up there there's some boats there's also some i have a picture i think of a broken chair um i think people thought i was crazy when i was taking these photos um I do have Back like... then you were crazy because in the <laughs> 90s, like who was doing this? You know, were you this, with a Polaroid? This was no, this was like 2000. This was right before they changed it. Yeah, this is 2020 ish. Yeah. And so there's a yeah, broken chair with a paddle through it. And then there's a map that I wish I had taken a full photo of. I think that this area, I either couldn't get into this area. It wasn't open or something when I went to it, but it says Equatorial Expedition. And then there's a whole map there so i'm gonna do a little more digging to see if i can find that map i just it wasn't with all the things that we're covering with the queue that one i just split slipped my mind so um oh who would have thought there's too much there's too much <laughs> there's too much history i can't do it um, it really it, it really is uh it's a lot it's, it's great <laughs> though i love that because you looking back you see 1971, we had hardly, we did like nothing, right? And then 1991, mm -hmm. they did add these kind of fun details, but they're not necessarily tied to like a huge narrative, like the things are now. The, the team really did a brilliant job with what is there currently, because I mean, I still am finding things every time I look at it, I'm finding new things, which is so wonderful as a Disney fan. That's, that's half of the fun. It's being able to uncover that stuff. I mean, I think most people, when they go into a queue, um, they're they're thinking about, okay, what ride is next? What are we going to get for food? Maybe like they're bored. Boring. 
Most people are on their phones nowadays, not really TikTok. looking at <laughs> the amount of times people are like, I'm in the queue of the Jungle Cruise. And I'm like, why are you on a TikTok live while we're at the parks? <laughs> yeah, the only reason I do that is to like stalk people that I'm trying to like. Yeah, you're trying to like find them. You're find like, where them, are yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> the only way I find you is by finding your live. Exactly. So. Yeah, no, it's it's funny like that. I just think um, be cognizant. Here's just like a good Distorian advice is when you are slowly, like forcibly have to be slow in an area, look down, look directly around your surroundings and look up. You'll never you'll be you'll be shocked because I still have moments where I'm not slowed in this queue that much. And then this time I get stuck and I go, holy cow, I wonder if. And then it sends you down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And some of them are better than others with this kind of thing. <laughs> like Jungle Cruise has got a great story. Haunted Mansion, their yeah. new queue is great. Yeah. There's some, though, that like there's not a lot going on around you, which is kind of a bummer. So, you know, every once in a while there's something. But yeah. 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 yeah sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not good. I'm with you. Uh, Kevin says designed for three audiences, waiters, swimmers and divers. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Wait, what is that in connection with? Waiters, swimmers, and divers. So the people who just kind of see, I'm, I think he, what he's communicating is people that just kind of like look around and see oh, a little bit. People that like, right. you know, oh. go a little bit more and people who are deep dive like us that are obsessed gotcha. with everything. Gotcha. So it's like, yeah, it's like what level do you want to experience it at as a metaphor? Okay. I'm with yeah. you. I never heard types of that of, before. Types of audiences. Yeah. People yeah. Are. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because there's, there's different Wait. levels of I'll put it this way. Interest. If you're here and you're paying attention to us, welcome to being a diver. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, forcibly, you have no you have no hope. We don't really wade too much. That's not us. We're not we're you not know? waders. No. We occasionally swim because we don't really know enough to, to dive. <laughs> we wet tread water in but certain areas. Most but of we the try time, not to. Yeah, we we are most of the time Captain Nemoing <laughs> this whole thing. So, well, should we talk about um, Albert Alberta Falls office since we kind of left sure there we did Albert we can A. well hang on hang on hang on I want to show uh, outside stuff because some things change now I have like a quick video of and this is just mine because I didn't like what was already previously done so there's there's a ton right off the bat. So like just geographically, you can kind of map out what is, what can be seen in the queue itself. Hang on, let me use my stand so it's not all woggly. <clears throat> is that a word woggly? Uh, well, it is to me, you know, <laughs> you know, as a, as a supreme diver, uh, woggly is a very important <laughs> <laughs> phrase. No, oh, I do miss that. We don't have the bamboo, uh, trash cans i just love that i think I that's like one of the best things that we have we so bring them back someday first thing that we get there's a mural on the left hand side uh which shows standby lightning lane and then i like how it does have uh the tarantula which we see a little bit later on um you don't want to lose your boat but here is something that i love so much i, I hang on you were looking down you need I'm to sorry. look you need to look up for my elephant thing you okay. need to look up kate for a second you have my full attention okay did you ever notice this i don't think i've ever seen that till you sent me that picture okay yeah so uh on the left hand side Dean? there's a <laughs> well okay yes for anybody who loves a hidden valley uh reference but yeah there's 
buttermilk. Uh, it's buttermilk, and it's the it's tricircle D's ranch. It's not ranch. It's actually just buttermilk in this canister. It's not. Like, I love Dean that. would be upset because it's not dressing. Yeah. Well, you can <laughs> you can look at it. It is dressed. Like it's not. <laughs> but the I love tricircle D on here. It's just such a cool reference that I never noticed before. So remember, look up, look down, look all around when you are in cues. Uh, it makes a big difference. The other thing here, and I don't know whether or not um, this crate was here prior, but the reason why I say it is on his desk, Albert Falls' desk, were two Coca-Cola bottles, which guess what? One Coca-Cola bottle, two Coca-Cola bottles oh, that's coming out of that crate. So I, I don't know if that if this existed prior, but if it did, that's where the Coke came from. So. I have what's above there. I don't know if that this isn't still there, right? This is the lost paddle. It's kind of like bitten by piranha, probably. Uh, I don't was, believe so, no. Th so this is what used to be in that cage, mm -hmm. was this paddle. Which is funny, because then they use these in Tropical Hideaway in Disneyland. They have a lot of paddles that are bitten by things there, and as part of the sea Society of Explorers and Adventurers story. So I feel like it just migrated over to Disneyland. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. Kevin says they're new. Coke gave us props. Ah, so, well, I like that there's two missing, whether that's a coincidence or not. It's a cool throwback to when it was on the desk of Albert Falls. So it's really fun. happy accident or plans detail that it's incredible. That's great. Um, before we get to Alberta Falls refresh, we have to step back to an area that really didn't have any theming uh, in the 90s up until uh, 2020 and of course this is like our favorite and i know kevin likes this one too and that's the carnivorous plant from mark davis that never existed prior oh my gosh so, i'm trying to pull it up and i don't know where i put it <laughs> you know what's, why I have you know one really, job <laughs> you know what's really bad is it well first of all i got you i got you there we go I just in it. case just in oh, case Kate thank you. needed help. My book's downstairs. And don't I, worry. Don't worry. I come phone. prepared. Look at, look at that. Look how prepared I am. Look at you. I know. I so, mean, I got you the book, so that counts, right? I get <laughs> You did get me the book. <laughs> and look, I did open it, so that's a good thing, too. So this comes from uh, this amazing book that Kate and Elliot got me. The Mark Davis's, in his own words, Imagineering the Disney Theme Parks, Volume 1, and there is Volume 2 included as well. Uh, and this says right up here, The Man-Eating Plant for Florida, Spring of 1968. And this is what it originally was supposed to look like. Now, this was going to be in the actual Jungle Cruise itself. And this this little guy would, like, burp as, as your boat would go uh, past it. And uh, the line... That uh, so this is this is from 1968 Wed Enterprises and it says this one gag that I never did sell. This is from Mark talking. It was the man eating plant. And when the boat went by, I wanted him to burp. I think it was a big mistake not to do. And this was way before Little Shop of Horrors. Anyway, I was never able to sell him on this, but I still like him. And I was upset when it didn't get in. So. Okay, I have some notes from Kevin over here, and he said that he had a jungle refresh board outside his office for years, and the plants were always on it. And he said, I got my Mark Davis man-eating plants, so he's celebrating. <laughs> well, yeah, and well done, Kevin. Thank you. We all love these so much. 
Thank you yeah, for putting the, them in. <laughs> I think most people look at these and just go, oh, that's really, really cool. You know, there's like these these plants that are are eating people and everything. But I don't think people are appreciating the fact that it has such an amazing imagineering story and the fact that that would have been lost uh, if it weren't for uh, Kevin bringing it back, which I think is awesome, too. Here's yeah, also he your the, elephant. The plant design got as far as the model. So Mark Davis's plant design got as far as the model mm -hmm. and then didn't make it any further. So, so oh, that's cool. That we got that. Yeah. Let me see if I can find, see, I had the elephant and now I don't have the elephant <sighs> here. Okay. Oh, I'm going to, no, wait, this might be I'll keep model. going and then I'll go back to the elephant. No, no big deal. Okay. You keep going. MBD. It's fine. <laughs> Let's go to Manny. <laughs> I feel so dis. Oh wait, I found it. 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 Oh, okay. No problem. Here we go. I have it. Looks yeah, like a sunset with a, a herd. Uh, the image is the same, but your, hang on, what's your saying on the bottom? R says, witness nature's gentle giants. Mine says, see the rare and unusual from the perch of a pachyderm, tiger sighting <laughs> tours daily. So yeah, okay. copy changed. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Kevin says that animal programs in um, Animal Kingdom asked us to scrap the animal writing. That's why they changed it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Oh, yeah. Do you see there's people on mine? Yeah, there's no people up here. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I took this photo. Good job, 2020 me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm telling you, wow, it's like... It's shocking uh, the amount of stuff that you have still, which is great. Because this is like before, you know, before any of this. Like way okay, before. I'll have to say. So, yeah, I've been a Disney history nerd for years. I've been reading 17 plus years. I've been trying to find obscure Disney history. You guys know that already. But I remember when I was taking these photos, my husband saying to me, it seems like you're starting something here. Like, this is going to be a thing, isn't it? And I said... I don't know. I just feel like I need to take a lot of photos. <laughs> and that's where, that's how we got here. So there you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Luckily you have them. <laughs> I know. You know, I it's know. great that you have them. So here's, uh, I also like seeing uh, the green paint being worn versus those first coats that we had seen previously. Yeah. Now this is a little bit further. This is more on the lightning lane side of things. This Lotus Tours so Kevin says pretty much all the big graphics got updated. So we can find the old okay. and the new. There you go. I love this little adventurer's hat that's up here, like the safari oh, hat. Yeah. Where is that? Where are you um, looking right now? So we actually have gone behind the elephant uh, portrait. So this is on the backside of that on top of all of um, the, uh, there's like all this shelving up there. All the way at the top. <laughs> Kevin says, I'm the new Kirk because we got yeeted. <laughs> <laughs> you got to yeah. tell corny jokes like Kirk. So yeah, as long as you, I think you're pretty good at that. So. <laughs> he's he's fantastic at it. In fact, you know, I, I didn't get to sent to Tokyo to go and, uh, <laughs> and teach people how to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Maybe someday. You never know. Dream big, you know, Kirk. <laughs> It would be a dream to, to do one uh, one tour on the skipper boat. I would do a I skipper know. boat for a day. It would be worth it. You know, I would I would 
pay money to let you do that because I know it's your dream. <laughs> you know, it's I'm trying. I'm trying. So hang on. This little skirt ahead a little bit. One thing I I saw was pretty cool. And I don't know if it was in here before the 90s, but um, we'll get a whiskey bottle. And it's a, uh, a oh, who is it? I think it's a Tully Mordew bottle, hmm. which I think is, is kind of like Irish whiskey. Wasn't wasn't Walt like a big Irish whiskey fan? He like, well, he drank Scotch Mist, which I think was a, yeah, I think it did have it. Was Scotch? No, I don't know. I have to look up my notes. I know it was Scotch Mist. That's all I know. But it was a specific type of whiskey. I can't remember. I have to look it up. Okay, we're at, thanks, we're back Kevin, at the. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate yeah, thanks, that. Kev. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, so back to uh, the carnivorous plants. We have a cage over here on the right hand side that's flipped over, like a plant has escaped. Then you have two little smaller plants that are um, on the tables here. There's one. There's two. Oh, hang on. This thing like jumped ahead too far. There we go. <laughs> So you have carnivorous plant one, carnivorous plant two. There's also drawings. Uh, so somebody had clearly dug these up. And then the big one is this guy right here in the cage. And this is definitely the big, 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 big Mark Davis because it does have the bones all the way around it, which I think is cool. And it does say, uh, keep away. And there's a big old skull right down there on the left-hand side. Well, and that references um, back to the Society of Explorers and Adventures character, um, Leonard, try and blanking on his name, help me out, Leonard Moss of the Man-Eating Plants. So all of they tied that story-wise to Leonard Moss, anything you see that's botanical in the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Which we mentioned last episode. Okay, now we're back to what was the... Um, the 90s refresh. This is no longer Albert Falls because it says it's changed now. Proprietor is now Alberta Falls, which I feel I have to do some Alberta Falls history for you to give you some backstory of who the heck she is and why she exists, which I have right here. Uh, which we did talk, talk a little bit last last uh, time, too, because she does show up in the Disneyland queue as well as in the florida version so for it's kind of interesting because disneyland and florida used to have kind of their own stories their own separate kind of jungle stories but now they're pretty much the same storyline alberta's got an office there and she's got an office in disney world she's got office both places so they just kind of tied them together that way although i will say that the florida queue is a lot more detailed in terms of the society of explorers and adventures storyline than yeah. the disneyland version yeah and there's there's so many characters, and we'll get into a couple of them in here. Uh, but Alberta Falls was born in 1911 to her father, Al Albert Falls Jr., and an Indian painter, Snay Falls. And due to her parents' travels, she goes all over the place, London, Cairo, New York. And the owners, Dr. Albert Falls and Victoria Marie Falls. Which is um, Lillian's uh, middle name. Lillian Disney is Marie. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Was Marie? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cute. Um, the And Albert Jr. was their son, and their daughter was Alberta. So, and, But she spends a lot of time with her grandfather, 
Albert Falls and like goes all over the place with them. That's how she gets linked up with Henry Mystic from the Society of Explorers and Adventurers because she ventures over to Mystic Point. Um, and then eventually uh, Alberta uh, takes over the actual business and she holds the first actual jungle cruise, a scenic riverboat tour service versus what it was, was mainly like bringing things and taking shipping. things around and shipping. It's a shipping right? company, yeah. So it went from more of the navigation to more of the cruise shippy parts. She also hand draws uh, one of the the maps. So much like you get an awesome map of, hang on, before I do the map, where's my Alberta Falls picture with her mural? Ugh, Google Drive, I lost everything. Uh, all right, I'm just going to pull this up. If you can pull up the Alberta Falls mural, I'm going to pull up her her uh, her painting of the actual jungle cruise. So shows all the areas, the Congo River, the Nile River, the Hippo Pool, Chimp Country, Schweitzer Falls. Uh, <laughs> Lost and Found is just a whirlpool. <laughs> the Mekong River. Oh, there you go. And there's Alberta there on the left-hand side. So you can see. With her little yeah. bird. Her little bird. Which, fun fact, ready? Let's get let's get nerdy. Let's get bird nerdy. I'm ready. A, a cockapoo, uh, there's one part in the script uh, for Nigel, or no, not Nigel, for, um, for Missy that mentions uh, to watch where you step. And it's specifically talking about her cockapoo because flightless bird. Literally can't go anywhere. Although it's it seems like these are really, really rare, these New Zealand parrots. It's not like a yeah. normal normal animal. Well, and we saw this bird, uh, at least a still version of it, in the Disneyland queue, remember, in the cage? Or at least, like, mm -hmm. so um, there's the bird there. And then inside that office, there's also a mention of that. There's a postcard that includes a reference to that pet bird um, from Alberta to um, Siobhan Murphy. I think is how you say that. It's Gaelic. So there is a postcard there that refers to that. Uh, and that postcard is right here. Look Oop. at that. There you go. Which we do also get a little homage to uh, Dwayne the Rock. We do get a skipper hat here, which never existed before. Um, and then and the, ma there's... the map, too, that is there, I'm pretty sure is the same one they have in Disneyland's queue that we talked about last week that has that shows the um, La Grimas de Cristal. I'm going to butcher that just now, but um, from the Jungle Cruise film where it shows where like the river ends and they find I won't spoil the movie for you, but if you haven't seen it, but it's references the Jungle Cruise film inside that map. So mm -hmm. We there. also get a reference to the Conquistadors with that helmet there. Same exact thing that's over at Disneyland. You also have, we talk about Rosa last week and how she was uh, friends with Alberta and was a painter. You actually see Rosa um, well, in the rhino scene. Rosa's in there, but then this physical artwork to Alberta from Rosa is in her office as well. There's lots of pictures from different destinations in here. It's pretty cluttered, uh, but it does have just some some great little kind of simple, fun little trinkets like the I love this Jungle Cruise boat that's down there. Now, note so this is the canopy, not the one with the uh, the bamboo slats. 
and then our SEA. Um, Fez. Fez. Yep. So Fez for Society Explorer Albert's. Adventures. Mm-hmm. Albert Falls is Fez. Yep. And there's a whole bunch more of those in the Skipper Canteen, which we'll talk about when we get to the Skipper Canteen episode, which I'm sure is coming. <laughs> hmm Eventually. Yep. And then there's there's this baseball over here that is signed to uh, Alberta. But I, I don't know who Joey is, and it's really hard to read from something, something, number one, Joey, something, something. I can't read any of it. Kevin left too soon. We'll have to ask him later. They left too soon. Well, it's <laughs> it's also hard to remember, like, every single little tiny detail. Sure. It's a little impossible. So. Um, mm-hmm. I know um, inside that they have Skipper Felix's application form. That was one of my favorite details. I know you have a picture of that, right? Uh, um, I did. You sent it to me. So he is born on August 13th, which is really funny because he's kind of, if you remember, Skipper Felix is one, the one that gets run up the um, trap safari pole with the rhino that's chasing him. Uh, so he was born August 13th, which is very fitting to his unlucky 13 motif that he has going on. Um, the papers also identify him as previously lived in the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse, which I think is really <laughs> fun. Um, and also implies that he worked as a, a glass bottom boat pilot at silver springs which is really really neat and those are funny funny jokes on that one i'm sorry i sent you on a different path than you were on (laughs) no 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 it's it's okay i'm recognizing the fact that my google drive didn't upload like 30 extra pictures that's basically what i'm recognizing right now it's okay we're covering most of these things anyway um so i i sent you that picture but yet i don't have it on mine i do have some okay, other I, things in there, I like I have the telegram you, and stuff. You talk about something else. I'll go find it because you okay. sent it to me. Let me so show you. So Disneyland, we had seen uh, that previous chess set uh, that was in one of the offices. Well, we get a chess set as well, which also does use shotgun shells, spark plugs, um, Allen wrenches and um, hex wrenches and bolts and a couple other different uh, like nuts and a, a bolt over here. And then there's tons of telegrams as well. Uh, listed on here apparently one of these telegrams is for walt disney i couldn't tell which one it was too hard and it was too dark to to see uh, the detailing on it there also is a giant plaque on the upper left from the jungle navigation company that says world's best boss alberta falls and it was given to her by her crew but it was engraved by her so (laughs) just a little fun just a second because i have to grab. oh you're good you're good. So the other thing, um, I just think they have some really cool, fun, updated storyline details that didn't exist in the previous version of that. So uh, let me see if I can pull up. What do I have for my video? I was moving pretty quick through this queue, but I'm going to move it back a little bit because it needs the buffer. <clears throat> so as we're turning around, here's Alberta Falls's office. I'm pretty sure I stopped. Come on. Running off an SD card. I don't know why it's so slow. (laughs) There's a radio over here as well on this side, which is from the old one. These binoculars are from the old one as well. So some of these things were did get repurposed. Okay, I found it. Okay. So application for employment, and I love that it says, re- so it'll have 
there's his application for employment. It's in a basket if you're looking for it. And then it explains the reason why he left his previous job. So his, his previous job, he had a family bakery and the reason for departing was a fire. The orange juice factory couldn't concentrate. Couldn't concentrate. Sardine factory got canned. <laughs> Taxi driver went the extra mile. Ice cream maker had a meltdown. Glass bottom boat driver career was on the rocks. <laughs> the best part about Skipper Felix is he's known for having the worst luck of any of the skippers. And when uh, Alberta Falls goes missing, guess who her skipper is? Skipper Felix. Skipper Felix. <laughs> so so it's, it looks like it's on a it's on a box on the desk or a basket. Sorry, rather on the desk mm -hmm. is where. Yeah, that it's on is. the left hand side. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. Should have sent me more of your pictures because then I. <laughs> I know, dude. It's Google is uh, doing me dirty right now. It's terrible. <laughs> well, you know what it is? They're all stored on this phone, and that's not helpful. Like, where, no. what am I gonna do with them? Again. So, like, I, I don't use I iTunes for any of that backup stuff. I really need to, but oh, that's okay. Yeah. I've maxed out mine. I've now had to get, like, the extra bonus one because I need four terabytes for the data. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I, do, okay. I do backup I things. Three and, yeah. I, I work on three devices. I work on my phone, my, my laptop, and my iPad, and I that's move nice, between though. them to create. Nice. So I need to have that service. So anyway... Back to Alberta's office. I have a few more things that are in there. I've got um, a postcard from Captain Mary Oceaneer, who is a member of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. She's also a focal character in the Oceaneer Labs aboard the Disney Cruise Line ship Disney Magic. Uh, and also, she's you can know her from uh, Misadventure Falls Raft Ride at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. Typhoon Lagoon, yeah. Mm -hmm. She actually has a, a huge backstory in that she queue does. for Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah, she's uh, likely named after Mary Blair because she's got uh, Peter Pan's art is in the Oceaneers Club. So that was almost, almost all these characters from sea come from one of the Imagineers. They're just kind of loosely modeled after them. So the postcard identifies Oceaneer as heading the search for Dr. Albert Falls and also has a reference to the Forbidden Mountain and Anandapur from the Expedition Everest ride. Uh, the incidents Oceaneer references are implied to be related to the Yeti from Everest. So that's a little connection back to that, which I think is really fun. That's I love I that. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. And then there's also a postcard from the Lost River Delta, which is a fictional Peruvian location from Tokyo Disney Sea. So that's over there as well. And that actually is on another part of the ride. That's also in the cabinet, I believe. There's there's a couple different postcards. I feel like that might be in two places. I have I have to go look at my notes. But um, other things, they've got a telegram that comes from the Jungle Telegram Company. It's a fictional business from the Adventure Trading Company. Um, there's a crate in the office somewhere that's labeled A Falls Botanical Expedition. Likely references the expedition that they went on to find the Tears in the Moon in the Jungle Cruise film. Oh, yep. Yeah, there it is on the side. Thank you. And uh, I think that's most of it in the office. Some of these other things, I think, are outside the office. Because there's other crates I have. But I don't know if there's... Are there more crates in your pictures? No. They might be outside the office then. So. Okay. Uh, 
I, th- I feel like at this point we have to talk about the uh, the additions on the wall with the where it used to be that cabinet, but now it is uh, these life preservers. Oh, the life preservers, yeah. So, so now we've we've gone past the office. You don't have anything else for the office, right? No. Okay. So if you look, these are all the names of some of the boats on the Jungle Cruise. And each one has like a little bit of information attached to each one. So, for example, the first underwater expedition by the Bomo Kadani Bertha. So clearly in 1937, she sunk. Well, that was the... The, because that boat sank in 2020. <laughs> so it's a little nod to that boat. Remember, we all remember that, right? It all went all over social media of the jungle crew. Oh I love gosh, that they can poke fun at themselves. That yeah. just tickles me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is the Wamba uh, Wanda, which is the champion jungle boat race. And it won... Not two times, not three times, not four times, but five times. The Congo Kani uh, went over Schweitzer Falls in 1930. Oh. What? Well, like over, uh, here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go over it later. We'll go over it later. Mm-hmm. Just like the Congo Kani. And then the Malopo Marie, which is Alberta Falls' first solo trip up the Ganges, which ends up being her boat uh, yeah. anytime she ran cruises. That boat does not appear in the attraction. It's only Alberta Falls's boat. So, mm-hmm. and it, I believe it's also in the Skipper Canteen as well. There's a little jungle junior jungle boat that's in there. That's in the Lopo Marie as well. Do you have the Alberta Falls picture again in front of the mural? Because there's a boat behind there. I wonder what that one is labeled as. Let me go find it. You know what? It might actually be up here. And then the last one is the Garland Gertie inaugural jingle cruise 1935 which gets that amazing overlay which is awesome here we go uh this one has a name my jungle cruise has a first name it's i can't read it at all (laughs) i can't read it it's too hard i don't think mine's too tiny for me yeah it's too tiny for me to read so strike that (laughs) (laughs) right it's that Um, um, after we get done with the, this area, I, I want to go back and touch on the map that we kind of breezed by. Cause there's a couple things in it that I think we need to talk about. <laughs> Just do the map now. I got it up. Okay. Let's go. Just do it. Okay. So there's a couple little things. Remember the one that's in Disneyland, um, is different because it kind of registers the original Albert Falls journey through the rivers, right? Well, the Florida, this is actually a map of the Florida version and it's not the original. So it doesn't list it the same way. It does have it like exploration notes on it, but it's not the same ones from uh, 1911, like Albert Falls. But there's some really fun notes on it. Um, I love that the gorilla territory says it's a horrible camping spot. Um, (laughs) The, let's see, where's the other ones? Uh, Um, Come see what's new, spelled G-N-U for the wildebeests. Uh, for the African belt. Come see mm-hmm. what's new. I'm looking, looking, sorry, I'm looking for my map notes because we jumped around. Okay, so 
Uh, the note from Alberta says, hey, Skips, I updated this old map for us. Remember to stay safe, stay friendly, and stay in the boat. Kungaloosh, Alberta. Um, the map is signed FW, which is an allusion to Frank Wolf from the Jungle Cruise film. It says, here's to many more adventures of a lifetime. Um, and then I love, there's a, a saying that Frank Wolf says, here is adventure, here's romance, here is mystery. And it's finished by Alberta Falls as this is the Jungle Cruise. Now, this actually alludes to a quote by Walt Disney that says, here is adventure, here is romance, here is mystery. Tropical rivers silently flowing into the unknown. The unbelievable splendor of exotic flowers, the eerie sound of the jungle with eyes that are always watching. This is Adventureland. And this is the plaque for the dedication of Adventureland. So this is actually referring to that. Mm hmm. Um, there's also what the ancient temple is a really fun one. I think it's near the bottom. It says, do not touch anything, which is like this very subtle, of course, Indiana Jones reference, right? Which would be back in Disneyland or just the films in general. But, um, and then the hippo pool is fun because it says hyenas love our jokes. <laughs> oh, I love that. So that's, that's mainly what I got for that. But I love that connection back to Walt Disney and the original um, dedication of Adventureland that is there. Yeah, that's really cool. And it, it, I mean, it does mirror the similar drawing style of your refurbed um, Jungle Cruise map. Yeah, although I'm pretty sure that the one that's in your attraction is actually the Disneyland map and not the Disney World one uh, that the, the chimpanzees are like tearing. So I got to double check, but Chim I, feel country. Like they, I feel like they use Disneyland for both of those, but I need to double check. Anyway, that's all I got for the map. Yeah, but you guys don't have a temple like where you go inside. We don't need one. We have the, the Indiana Jones one next door. Yeah, but that's, I'm that's saying like temple. this. Yeah, but you're saying this is supposed to be the Disneyland map. I'm confused. No, no, no. The one that's later in the attraction that the monkeys are ripping like or like oh, on the, the chimp country, the chimp country map, chimp country map. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the, the boat that went down. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh man, you're making me conging me nervous. <laughs> I love that. That's a, I I'd never heard that one before until some recent skipper have said that one. I've heard it repeated times now. All right, where are we at in the queue? Skipper. Uh we have passed our our life rafts and we're about to go into the different crews. So there's a lot of um, when you join the jungle navigation uh, company, you're going to pick if you're a skipper, which section you want to be a part of. And there are multiple crews that you can select and be a part of. So when you look around here at all the details, um, oh, look, some of my fans, uh, there's uh, <laughs> I like how there's a Hawaiian shirt up there, which is a total throwback to the old style costuming that they had, you know, but you're still, you're still laughing at that one. I'm still laughing. I know. Um, <laughs> sorry. That wasn't, shouldn't have been that funny. Um, <laughs> they're not that funny. That's the well, point of these. Do we have a close up of that? list here you keep talking i'll find the close-up of the list of the skippers oh yeah 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 it's um here we go i have it right here okay so here is this is in that cabinet right next to the last uh last aid station 
So this is, these are the Jungle Cruise News skipper ones. So they have the Banana Troop, the Abbas Reyes, the Pack, the Boat Crashers, and the Upstream Society, which each one of these denotes like a different style of, of course, I don't have... Mm. Well, uh, Kevin Lively referred to it as like Harry Potter houses, like Hogwarts houses. That makes sense. That's how you can think about them as like what I love. It says, welcome, new skippers. You know, it says now choose a crew or we'll choose you. So like, you know, they're going to get out the sorting hat for two Mm -hmm. in a crew. (laughs) Yeah, I wish. Of course, I have pictures of all of these and none of them are on my Google Drive. But... I know it's okay. It's okay. I we'll live. Pictures. <laughs> so here's the banana troop. These are all the comedians. The Avis rare, uh, rarus are, they are the rare birds and they're actually the musical group, um, which I have up here. It's actually a nod to the three cabs. Uh, do you guys want to listen to the song real quick, which is actually called Avis rarus from yeah. the three cabs. Let's hear a little bit. Hit it. Skip. Just wait, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the other thing, too, that you see up in this ceiling, which I'll show in a little bit, are various different uh, instruments. There's ukulele. They're all string instruments. It's guitar, it's a ukulele, and then a sitar uh, is up there as well in the in like the upper levels. Hang on. Let me see if I have. Okay. I have to say, the the names of these troops, though, the names that are in Mm -hmm. them are hilarious. Like the banana troop has Alberta Falls. So she's in the banana troop. They have Tommy with the hands. That guy, Jake the Snake, and April F, like April Fools. Um, Avis Reris has Sky Moon. I'm not sure what that one is. Feather, Cloud, Rainstick, and Yes. Yes. Um, the pack has Pascal, Juanita, Archibald, Sandra, Nigel, and Reginald. Boat Crashers has Grunt, Jungle Jim, in quotations, Tank, Boomer, Rambo, and Olga. You can see how, like, their names relate back to their their things. And then the Upstream Society, Sir Thomas of, gosh, something, of something, something, Dame Sophie Willowbottoms, Skipper Juan Carlos Esquire, Lord Juliana, the Stephanie Grace Attorney at Law. They're all, like, you know, the fancy ones. So that's, Mm -hmm. I'd be in the Upstream Society. That's where I would find my home. Shocking. Kirk's in the banana troop. I'm just putting him there. Also not shocking. <laughs> these are these are all true stories. So your so, job this week, historians, is to decide which troop, which, which crew troop you're do gonna, you belong in. Which crew do you belong in? I mean, this is definitely me. The funny side up <laughs> banana troop. It's so true. <laughs> um so this this says we've got appeal. But the L is kind of so it just looks like we've got a P. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so do you have a picture of the the our first joke that they have that's like handwritten? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think. It, yeah. OK. Do you want to read that? And then I'll sure. tell you more about it. Here's the giraffe. The only animal in the jungle that looks down upon the others. Skipper Winston. OK, so this actually refers to the 
the only joke. Hold on. Sorry. That just scared me. It was one of my children. <laughs> Are you okay? So sorry. Are you okay? I'm in the middle of a live. Do you need something, sweetheart? Okay, you can go have a snack and I'll get you some dinner when I'm done, okay? Well, what's for dinner? <laughs> Pizza. Pizza, okay. It'll be worth the wait. Okay, I love you. I'll see you. It'll be worth the wait. It will. So, listen, so the one thing that we all can learn from this is that... Hi. The one thing we can all learn from this is that pizza solves everything. <laughs> it really does. She's really sick right now, and my oh. husband is too, so... Uh, she couldn't go ask dad. So sorry yeah. about that, everybody. It's okay. Um, it's a, you know, I, it'll be a little slice life. of heaven later. <laughs> well, All right. Yeah. Back to, so, back to okay. our joke. So our first joke. So this actually refers back to the only joke that was in the original script for the jungle cruise there was it, remember it was a really dry script it didn't have very many jokes at all but it did have one so it's not the exact same joke the original joke was if you keep watching that far bank you can say that you had a nodding acquaintance with a giraffe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that <laughs> so that is that's why it says our first joke on it because it's referring to the first joke that's why it talks about giraffes so that makes sense. Really oh, that's really cute. That, I love yeah. that. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And then they also have what the banana troop also has um, in the logo. It says Jungle Navigation Company Limited established in 1911, which refers back to that Albert Falls first journey. And then the numbers uh, 5571. I know you know what that is, Kirk. Uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Mm -hmm. They're opening years. Yep. So I love that. Mm hmm. One thing this guy doesn't have, and he doesn't have any of the pennants, because there's really cool pennants at the top. Did, where's my one. video? I have, I have the SS Columbia over here, which is for the Columbia over in Disneyland. Harambe for Harambe in uh, Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. <laughs> I'm like I'm like talking you in get this. Two Kirks. <laughs> <laughs> What's better than one narration? Forty-seven. What do I? I know I turn back and look at the mystic point. Here, I have them somewhere. Let me take a look. Oh, oh, oh Kirk, look down. Oh, there's the sitar. <laughs> Isn't that so frustrating? <laughs> I have those moments all the time. Oh, I'm like, going why back are you and doing like, content. I'm like, turn to the right. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? You're not looking at anything important. <laughs> Here, I have this. Um, I have a video of it, at least. There is a still. There we go. Okay. Hang on. Can you read them? Because it's really hard for me to read. Bakersfield yeah. is California Studios. Here, I have a, uh, Lost River Delta. Yep. Lost River Delta is, of course, that one that we talked about from Disney Sea. Um, and then Bakersfield, California, that I believe is what Kevin said was that where a lot of them went to school, right? That mm -hmm. was um, Paradiso Anandapur, which is Animal Kingdom. Anandapur is Animal Kingdom. And the mystic point, point is behind this one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So those are those. And then our we're getting we a little bit closer to what? We didn't mention with uh, the weird birds that are up above. He says that they're they're weird birds that sleep in the rafters. So that's why they call them weird birds. 
and their weird mm-hmm. birds in general. But they're they're like the artistic ones that sleep yeah. in the rafters. Well, I I find that most musical folks can be really interesting folks. You know, yeah. they're eclectic is a great way to put it it's politely. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you buried one. Look, I like, did. See, like there's and he guitar is a over weird here. Bird. There's a ukulele <laughs> all the way up here. There's a woman holding a goose. It all makes sense. <laughs> well, it's There's a bird, a ukulele. right? Yeah. Little, mm-hmm. little ties back to birds. Um, so then we have, should we move on to the next, the pack? Is the pack the next, pack? right? Pack the is pack. over here. Which They're the science geeks. Pachyderm elephants, I think is mm-hmm. what that relates to. But I, I figured out what the mathematical formulas are that are on the walls. Oh, that's cool. So I like solve um, them, but I know what they are. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> above the top, their uh, their slogan is "Knowledge is an adventure," and there's books all over the place as well. Look, it's the Congolouche Kate. <laughs> there you are. I love that one. Um, okay, so the pachyderm. Um, the, there's a couple formulas that they have written on the walls, and. It says uh, there's a plethora of mathematical formulas and the phrase Torricelli's law, which is a reference to a theorem about fluid dynamics and about water flow. Oh, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite is there's a reference to Manning's formula. I'm not a math person, so if you are, just forgive me if I get any of this wrong. But Manning's formula is an empirical formula estimating the average velocity of a liquid flowing in a conduit that does not completely enclose the liquid, i.e. an open channel flow, which is like the Jungle Cruise River could be considered an open conduit. I don't know which one is which because I don't, I don't do this. But yeah, so they've got Manning's formula and they have Torricelli's law. So there's some things that are written on there. So this is what the Ravenclaw house, if you would, <laughs> the packet pachyderm. Oh, see, I got to listen. I don't know anything about Harry Potter, so I have to just pay attention. Oh, my goodness. I've seen the movies. You and, like, Marvel. Like, I can't. I've seen the movies, at least for them. And I really enjoyed uh, Harry Potter, Wizarding World, Harry Potter. <laughs> Nightmares of this formula, civil engineering. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, a, it's definitely not one I'm going to, I'm going to look at. But I thought that was really interesting. And then they have, um... The left of the door is a poster that's stating join the pack. And then you're looking at this vaudeville um, one, which I think mm-hmm. is past them a little bit. It is. So the vaudeville one is actually related to the upstream society. Mm-hmm. So if you look on that dress, which I'm hoping you have a shot of, but I might if you don't. Um, the dress has a sash that says upstream society on it. And then above there is the um, over the emergency exit is something that says break glass instead of break glass in case of emergency. It says break in case of party. So it's both, it kind of references uh, that play on break glass in case of emergency, but it's break glass instead of party. And they also have like a tiara up there as well for the very fancy um, upstream society, (laughs) which I love. So they've got their champagne glasses. They have their champagne. They have, uh, they're ready to party. They've got their fancy dress. They've got all the things. So see, I don't uh, get how you're there. How are you in that room? You're not a, like a crazy partier, but you just feel like because it's it's upscale. I'm not a and... It's fancy. I'm not like a combination. I'm, I'm a combination they, of did like they the say pack, that they the have and like upstream. I live in that. Do corner. they have? <laughs> First of all, you belong in the pack. That's you may have taken a dress from the upstream like math, society, though. but. 
Yeah, but there's all these books. Are you kidding me? I know. I do like books. We do have to go back to the books because we breezed over them. We did. Um, should we talk about the books then? Because we, we, we'll just go there. Sure. So, I have to go find them. Where did I put the books? Oh, all these Sorry. pictures are broken. Bear with me. Oh, hang on, hang He's on. He's looking hang for on. his pictures. So, looking for nope, books. I got it. I got it. Okay. Here's a handful of the books. The Kakabo book by Kay Lively. <gasps> the Kakabo is a flightless bird, obviously. Also, Alberta Falls. Of course, he's not in here. We could talk about him. I know. Uh, my my interest. We found your book. <laughs> we found your book, dude. Uh, next one is My Interests Happily Lay Elsewhere by McGregor Houghton, a character from the 2021 live action Jungle Cruise. Edible Fungi of the Amazon by Jay Albertson. Uh, maybe Jennifer Albertson of Imagineering. Stumped Lessons from Trees by Professor K. Thomas. Um, a Self-Portrait self by Sanchez. The Math of Liquid Space by Dr. Durham, which is a reference to the submarine voyage. Your Guide to Indian Culture by Kapoor, which is a reference to uh, Rocky Sinha Kapoor, who is from Imagineering as well. And then River Navigation Safety by Beeler, Matt Beeler, a producer at Imagineering as well. I mean, I guess I do kind of fit here. I fit, but I'm fancy. So I don't know. I'll wear the dress. You stole from a dress. <laughs> You're reading, you belong in the pack. This is like when everyone was arguing with me about that I'm not a Slytherin. And I'm like, you guys have no idea. You have no idea. I took the test three times. Like, it put me there. I don't know what no. you get mad about. You're like a Hufflepuff. That's what everyone <laughs> said. That's what I'm you're, to you're a total Hufflepuff. <laughs> I belong in the banana troop. Stop arguing with me. <laughs> sure well i feel like we need a quiz now for this like which jungle cruise crew do you belong in that i agree i don't think many people even know that there are jungle crews i think that'd be no. that'd be fun if we could somehow figure out a way to it'd be like one of those old school facebook quizzes that you send everybody in it's yes like, oh man i'm in forward it to all your friends before you're right <laughs> or you'll you have know. good luck all day or you'll have yeah or you'll have bad <laughs> luck if you don't find out which one you're in <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was taking me back. See, I think Kate knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm too ambitious for a Hufflepuff. That's why he's a Slytherin. Maybe. You know, you know, there are people that are in Slytherin who aren't evil monsters, right? You know that. I haven't met one yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at him, lady. No, a, sl a Slytherpuff. I a love Slytherpuff. Well, a Slytherin. <laughs> Loves this. Okay. We're going into a weird place with this. That's all I know is you are a banana, banana troop for sure. I am one thousand percent in the banana troop. Banana, and I might. That is. I am a, maybe a pack that aspires to the fanciness of the upstream society. <laughs> You're a pack who eats uh, cucumber sandwiches <laughs> and drinks tea at high noon. The finer things, like the finer, the finer things, things club. club. That's where you're at. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, where are we headed next? We got a few the more. The boat crashers, which are the oh, yeah. super super athletic. This is like the jocks of the Jungle Cruise. So it's everything. There's darts. There's boxing gloves. There's football. 
there's also some tennis rackets. There's there's a wide array of somebody's playing golf. Um, yeah. And these guys also uh, have won some of these Jungle Cruise boat races. Go figure. This is the, the brawn of the, the group. We've got the comedians, the artists, the um, fancy pants people, and the smarty pants people. I was Brains. staring at this, and I still can't figure out what that is. I looked at, uh, you know, I mean, most of this stuff is pretty easy. Like, even one of these things is a lacrosse stick over here. Um, but I have no idea what that thing is. I don't know. I was originally, I thought it was some sort of cot, but it's way too small for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, so I don't know. I, don't, I can't I can't figure it out. But, like, all of this is just old antique um, from the early 19 to mid-1900s anyway, you know? So. So those are all the... <laughs> houses of uh the jungle cruise of the jungle cruise the jungle cruise of the jungle cruise oh my gosh i just i just heard you i just heard you laughing which means there must be a member of the banana troop in your chat right now (laughs) an aspiring member there's a better Ali says, the, why uh, is it giving Gilligan's Island personalities? <laughs> so it's, it's laughing. Um, yeah, because, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of makes sense, too, because like that's yeah. how archetypes of people kind of all fit in, you know? Yeah. Um, should we go to the last aid station? I think that's our next stop. Let's do it. Let's walk. These around. ones. Luckily, I have all of these pictures. Fortunately, oh, these ones are important. These ones are really good. So. All right, so so instead of first aid, there's first aid and then there's last aid, which I think is just great. <laughs> we have both. <laughs> and remember the picture that I looked at, that we looked at before that was on the other side of the wall from this actually did have a first aid kit in it. So I wonder if that partially inspired this. But remember how we talked about in Disneyland's version, there is a whole upper section that has an infirmary. An infirmary, and that yeah. That is a nod to the original Albert, Dr. Albert Schweitzer, who was a real person, real, real human being who made a hospital in Africa. So a lot of these uh, med- medicinals, I think, is a nod to this original uh, doctor who was our falls is named after. So there's so many things in here. A lot of bottles. Um, one of my favorites, my favorites, my personal favorites is one that says practically perfect, peculiar way <sighs> remedy. And it's a, a reference to the film Mary Poppins from 1964, um, where this, of course, the, the nanny gave the children medicine. Now, the song Spoonful of Sugar, which is as a spoonful of sweetness at the bottom of this, the spoonful of sugar was in, uh, in Bob Sherman got the inspiration for this because one day his his son came home from school and he asked him about his day. Um, and his son said, well, I had the polio uh, vaccine, but it was OK because I. Had, I took it with a sugar cube on a spoon. And so he's like, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So it's a reference to that, uh, his son and the polio vaccine, which is where that comes from. So, but that bottle is really fun. Um, and then I don't, I don't want to take all these away from you if you have one that's a favorite. No, 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 okay. no. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, I've got a lot of them. I've got them all. Um, how about one that's nightly dream developer? Uh, that one I think is over here. The nightly nope. dream developer says, think happy thoughts and has a picture of two stars, which references Peter Pan from 1953. 
and is mentioned as um, coming from St. Bernard, which is, of course, a reference to Nana from Peter Pan, which I really love. So you can see the Nana, Nana, poor Nana. Poor <laughs> Nana. Um, and then, of course, the one that we talked about already in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, oh you want to go to that one? Nope. No, 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 no. Haunted Mansion. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, there we go. We talked about this haunted in a Haunted Mansion. Mansion series, but it's Professor Plump's Miracle Tonic for Everlasting Life, which is a reference to the Hitchhiking Ghost Phineas from the Haunted Mansion, um, which was kind of in the non-canonical ghost gallery backstory. It's kind of been adapted, uh, like adopted now, um, that he's a snake oil salesman who, mm -hmm. um, so he's Profe Professor Phineas Plump who goes from town to town tricking people out of their hard-earned cash by selling them the miracle tonic for everlasting life so of which is ironic because he is deceased in the haunted mansion mm -hmm. so maybe he didn't have enough of his miracle tonic uh, it didn't uh it didn't last long that's for sure <laughs> um then you had the big top elixir from dumbo of course from 1941 cures all fears what does it say at the bottom the bottom says, uh, stop something around, get your feet off of the ground. But I, I forget the. it's like so blurred because this, like, it needs cleaning. Yeah. Stop something around, stop hanging around, get your feet off the ground, something like that. Okay. That's fun. Um, mm -hmm. They also have uh, piranha liver oil which is a all throughout this attraction are references to piranha. They're like everywhere. Um, Cause it's also on a crate that's outside of the attraction. Um, but this is of course in reference to the piranha that are in the Disneyland version, but aren't in Disney world. So I kind of feel like mm -hmm. they snuck piranha in wherever they could because they don't have it in the attraction. <laughs> it bothers me to no end. <laughs> they're the really fun animal. too. I know. They're so oh, fun. Oh, cool. Talk about them more. <laughs> The, uh, but, yeah, and also a nod to cod liver oil, which was you know very popular as like a supplement for your kids, especially if they were ill. So, piranha liver oil. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to take that personally. I would um, not. No, there's also a bottle of instant relief remedy for all laments, all am all laments, all ailments. I have to look at it, but this um. is a. I don't have that one. It's made by Terminus, which is a reference to the 1977 film Pete's Dragon. I don't know if you have a picture of it, but... I do not have that one. Yeah. So there's a, the Pete's Dragon one in there as well. And do you see one that says Rose's Leech Salt anywhere? Mm, no. Because I've heard about this, but I haven't seen it in the attraction. Somewhere, either previously or now... There's a container of Rose's leech salt, which re references, of course, the scene in the African Queen, which inspired the Jungle Cruise, um, where Rose Sayer helped pull leeches off of Charlie Allnut. So I feel like it's in there somewhere. So little scavenger hunt for everybody. Look for Rose's leech salt and see if we can find it. Oh, look. If you do. Now I find pictures of the penance. <laughs> of course. Oh, God. Sometimes, sometimes it's right in front of you. I like this, uh, the Avis Rarus, you know, row, we know go. <laughs> <laughs> and also the banana troop uh, has left a trap of bananas over here on the left for an unsuspecting person. Well, the All right, I, do have, I do have a couple the... of 
What? That, you know, row, we know go. I feel like they use that joke sometimes or a variation of it in the canoe ride in Disneyland because you have to, you have to paddle. You are the engine. That's true. You so, are the engine. Yeah. Um, we also have the Land of Wonder Amazing Growth Serum and we have some anti-venom. And then you actually hear this uh, during, uh, I think Nigel Greenwater talks about quinine in your original uh, radio broadcast. And if you don't know what quinine is, it's used to treat malaria. And it's basically like quinine is for all guests of the Jungle Cruise. And if there's anything left for the crew, have at it. <laughs> so. I love that. But my favorite one that has nothing to do with anything, but it's just really punny and cute, is this one. It's uh, Jungle Bruise Ointment. <laughs> jungle Bruise. Sometimes the jungle bruises you. So That's true. It does. It certainly does. Um, yeah. So next to that, next, are you done with the last date? I'm sorry. I didn't want to be I'm done. Before. Okay. I'm done. Done. Finished. They have this whole bulletin board area, which there are some things on here that I'm still trying to figure out, but some of them I have. So we have um, a live animal drawing classes where new, mo new GNU models wanted contact skipper Skymoon, which is one of the uh, rare birds, <laughs> the weird birds, um, with any new leads. So this is, a, this is actually a reference to, of course, when the animators drew live animals for like Bambi, uh, they even did that in Lion King, they would actually have classes and draw the animals. So that's what that's referring to, which I think it's really fun. Um, they have a postcard for uh, Hotel Hightower, which is referring to Tokyo and Harrison Hightower, which is actually a couple places in this attraction. There's a, it's somewhere. There it is. It's right here. Yeah. Um, there's a lost shipment again <laughs> which is that's from the daily news the daily news gnus um they have the lost river delta which we've already mentioned a couple of times so i think there's a postcard for that one of those is a postcard yeah and then um there's uh some butterflies like identification that kind of ties back into disneyland's queue and uh the entomologist that we've talked about before there's the Jungle Cruise News, um, which we already talked about. We'll choose a crew or we choose you. That's where you'll find that is in that cabinet. Um, and then I love the Adventureland Bazaar. I think it's a like an ad. This is Disney. It's a reference to Disneyland because this is a store that's in Disneyland's Adventureland. And it says, for all your shopping needs. <laughs> and below it is a little ad for the Enchanted Tiki Room, which is fun. Um. And I don't know. It says kittens. It has something about lost kittens on there, too, which that one I have not. Do you know about the kittens? I don't. See, Although I don't there is there is a great missing playwright up here. Urgent. Last seen <laughs> following in the Skipper Canteen. Our league crew member, if anybody knows the whereabouts, please reach out to the Upstream Society. So it's like, did they dress up a cat for one of their? They dressed shows? up a cat <laughs> in the little top hat, little spats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we also get a mystic point. Oh yeah. And then I love this. This makes me very happy. 
the global broadcasting service announcement, which is a throwback to Nigel Greenwater. Yeah. They also have uh, art lessons from the Abyss Raris. There's a note for that in there that they're going to go to the African belts and take your easels over there, which if you know what happens in that scene, you don't want to be there because that's bad. <laughs> but um, I'm guessing Rosa was probably in the Avis Raris because she's yeah. in the African belt mm -hmm. in that scene. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And she has her easel with her. In that I don't scene. think she was listed on that list, the sign, but I would, I would put her in there if I was going to put her, sort her into a house. <laughs> Um, they also have a Bengal barbecue reference nope. somewhere in there. I'm trying to remember where. It was a small one. There's a Bengal barbecue. There's also a plants identification guide like Dr. Leonard Moss. But There's the Bengal barbecue one. one's That's really fun there. because Bengal barbecue is a restaurant that is in Disneyland, which uh, has some really delicious skewers. Um, where it is, I don't know. I saw it before. Sorry, I put you, I sent you on a little hey, scavenger hunt. You're good. I Oh, here it is. Here it is. Bengal barbecue. Grab uh, something by the blank at Bengal barbecue. <laughs> it's covered up by this postcard over here. Grab us. It's probably like grab a seat by the something. Um, Elliot says you need to make a banana troop shirt. I, I'll be the only one wearing it and that's okay. <laughs> I like this lost, uh, microphone works great. So don't break it. So don't break or break it. <laughs> if found, please return to the, uh, the boat crashers. There's also the one that Skipper Jerry, please pick up the banana phone. That's that this one's one. kind of fun. Banana phone. I need to list it. I'll have to look and see about the Skipper Jerry, if he's a specific. I have a whole list of skippers, but he's not on it. So and I then must here's, refer to somebody. Here's from Alberta saying, friendly reminder to find your home with a jungle crew. Though we're all one big jungle family, your crew is like your favorite. Does that say your favorite cousin or favorite cuisine? If you don't, if you have any questions, I can't read it. What does that say? Does it say favorite? What does it say? It's like your favorite what? Cousins. I can't. It's like your favorite cousins. It's like your favorite cousins? Like your, yeah, it's cousins. It's okay. not cuisine. Yeah, but it also doesn't make sense. Like, none of it makes sense. Like, my favorite, I don't have any favorite cousins. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Poisonous mushrooms, too. And ostriches, mm -hmm. randomly random ostriches now there's a photo that's somewhere in the jungle cruise that i haven't seen and i wonder if you have kirk because it's got a really fascinating like story to it have you seen this one anywhere does this look familiar to you big old group of people is what we're looking at a big crowd of individuals all dressed don't you up. feel like don't you feel like that would be in the upstream it's it would have to be in the upstream society's Yes, it does, because it looks like a very fancy people yeah. maybe at a ball. So this actually has a really interesting story to it. Um, it's a famous photo that's actually from the final scene of Stanley Kubrick's classic horror film, The Shining. Okay? But they have, like, blurred out the face and put a new face on over Jack Nicholson's character. 
So it's, uh, but <laughs> so it says the photo from The Shining is actually a real period photograph. Originally, before it was The Shining, it was a period photograph and they put Jack Nicholson's face on it. And then in, in Disney actually blurred out Jack Nicholson's face and then put another face on it. Some people say that it might be Kevin Lively's face, which is, I don't know. I need to like put a side by side to see if it's true. Um, <laughs> Allie says she can see if you squint her hard, you can see me in that corner. I'm in the back of the photo. No. Um, so funny, funnily enough, this is just an aside. I, uh, we were married up at Timberline Lodge in Oregon, my husband and I, almost 17 years ago. And that is where The Shining was filmed from the outside. <laughs> so now I have a connection to the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Ta-da! And also a lot, and a lot more than that. <laughs> and a lot more I know on The Shining, but. Um... Dude, I type in, <laughs> I type, this is, talk about the weird uh, I type in upstream society to find pictures and who's what's the upstream society on the jungle cruise. And why do they party so hard from walrus carp? <laughs> like great. My own videos. <laughs> I have questions. I don't need to hear myself. Oh, that happens to me all the time. I like I'm searching, researching something. And then my own content pops up and I was like, I already know all that. <laughs> thanks. Also, no, thanks. Yeah. Also fun fact. There was no, pictures of that exact picture um by the upstream society okay so i wonder if it might be somewhere else so that is another little scavenger hunt if you can find a big group of dressed up people please let us know we would love to know where this picture is in the attraction Dude, what do you what are you missy if you find <laughs> a picture of a bunch of dressed up people please let us know and show up at the boathouse they are a wall <laughs> they, they, they feel it gosh um do we hit all of the things in the cabinet what else we have left my friend i don't i, I don't have there. anything else you don't have anything else okay well, for the cabinet no no for, for the cabinet? cabinet no just no. like oh. the queue the oh queue. no no i have i have way more for the queue like <laughs> we're like, not even like you're done <laughs> no we're like, not even who close. are you <laughs> i'm so scared that i'm looking at my phone and i'm like oh my gosh we're like <laughs> We're like really doing this and I don't have like, I have enough battery, but it is getting close. Like we're already, bro, we're already two hours in and I still have way more. This is a long episode. We'll have to do a short one next week. This is, (laughs) oh oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's do the short one. Well, next week is the last one I have before I head over to Disney world. So I Mm -hmm. think, um, shall we keep moving trucking along? Clicking a lot yeah. there. What are you searching yeah. for? Click, click. Oh no, there's there's so much stuff that like I'm trying to decipher what's important, what's not, and where's my next like big thing that I want to talk about. And because I'm just thinking of like what happens in the queue and where, and this video is perfect for that. So we've already done the life preservers. I want to talk about the crate. Okay. One of the crates. There's a lot of crates. I want to talk about the crate that is uh, that has a seagull above it. Okay. And that's this one. So we're now we're now just about to where the boat launch is. So we've turned around. We've exited out of the jungle crew section, and you see this Datura Extract XF seven nine five. And what I found out. And I don't know if this is 
I'm reaching here because I don't have the actual facts. So we're going to we're going to use a loose loose guideline here. When I googled what Datura was and it was spelled slightly different, but depending on where you're from, you can spell it slightly different. It is a highly poisonous uh, vespertine flowering plant, which is a member of the nightshades. Uh, commonly known as thorn apples, jimson weeds, or devil's trumpet. So it's, and it looks like this, but it's, it's a super, super poisonous plant. I don't know why on earth they would be shipping this poison, basically. And the thing that's confusing to me is that <clears throat> we get in this section all of these poisonous plants. It literally says poisonous plants, and Datura is one of them. So I'm, I'm like, okay, Okay, why? well, it makes sense, though. In all the storyline, we've got carnivorous plants. We have poisonous plants. It's all mm -hmm. tied back, to, I think, to Leonard Moss. I know, but I need to know. <laughs> You're like, I know. I need to know whether or not it's going to Hightower or not. That's what I need to know. Because he's the most logical of the people who would be purchasing it. But Yeah. And there's okay. other crates with him. So anyway. Okay, well, that's that's another little... So, that's, like we said, there's so much here that we're still mm -hmm. untangling some of this history. So, um, but I, if I had to guess, yeah, it's tied back to um, Leonard Moss. Um, there's a couple other crates. Oh, there's so many crates. There are. Hang on. There's I don't want to do a crate yet. I want to do... Oh, we um, were doing crates. I'm looking... I know we're doing crates, but we're not there yet. We're not at all the crates. There's... I want to okay. do... Don't you... Don't you huff at me. <laughs> All right. So that's very upstream society of you and you are part of the pack. So knock it off with that nonsense. Uh, I want to show the Casablanca. <clears throat> so when we get to, there's like all these oil drums. So if you pan down, uh, there's all these oil drums and there is a piece of a wall, which this is really fun because there's a couple of elements in here. Casablanca, you get a seaplane and we know later on, which we talked about, that Casablanca plane, which was used in the set for the great movie ride, shows up later right after we pass uh, Schweitzer Falls. So another tie in. Still don't know whether or not in your Jungle Cruise queue, because I, I looked, our plane is missing a substantial part of its wing, but I don't have a clue if that was ever used, it would have been in the, it would have been when the great movie ride closed. So I, I'm not sure in terms of yeah. timing, we could, we could figure out a timeline for when the boat section gets added in and this Casablanca scene. Yeah. I need to do a little bit more uh, digging and asking around to see if I can figure out if that, if that plane wing did come from there or if it's just from some other location. But um, and then the Casablanca story itself is pretty amazing for that plane, because there is a chance that it was actually from the movie Casablanca. Um, but that is it a was, story for another day. <laughs> the year was 1994 when the airplane scene was added to the Walt Disney World version. So that at okay. least gives us a time or a date to. Well, that's the same year mm -hmm. that the. Disneyland queue was overhauled. Ooh. So it's possible. I mean, I know we're winging it here, but I feel like it's plain to see there's a connection. 
Man, I'm flying high with these. I, oh, oh, Sky high. <laughs> Although right now I can't even think. My mind is so cloudy. <sighs> I, and you just might need something to lift you up. That's okay. Well, you are my sunshine, so. <laughs> I think we should move on because this place clearly has no atmosphere. So let's just uh, let's just keep going. Uh, all right. So oh, I'm looking at. Really crashed and burned. Oh well, you know they they never land, so don't. Never... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Stop! Stop! <laughs> this is bad. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, so bananas. Are we talking root. about crates yet? Uh, <laughs> I want to talk the... about crates. I live my go whole ahead. life to talk about crates. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You have, so are you saying you have crate expectations? <laughs> I'm literally crying. I'm crying over here. This is a bad one. This is a bad one. This is good. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright. Reel it in. Reel it in. Um so I don't know if I've seen this one recently. So I don't know if this mm -hmm. one has been re removed or not, but this one is um of course referring to Harper Goff. Have you seen this one anytime recently? No, I haven't. Um, I did take a bunch of pictures and video of the crates too, so that's that's definitely not a so one, one that's might, recent. Yeah, it might be an older one before <laughs> they change things. But it, I love that it says uh, chest high rubber chest high rubber overpants, crocodile resistant Goffs brand, and then it's from something Main Street, Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so. Um, so there's that one, and then there's this one, too, which I don't think I've seen this one recently. And it says, ship to Dr. Winston Hibbler, special arachnid unit, oh, double that's exploration cool. company, outpost, um, 71755. So that would be, of course, Disneyland's opening day. Seven, that's cool. 1755. So I haven't seen that one in a while. So that one might be before mm -hmm. the refurb. But that's, of course, when they have the tarantula. Because they had that before the refurb, right? The 2021 yeah, so, refurb. So here's, here's our tarantula. <sighs> <clears throat> and I did end up, <laughs> I did end up Googling uh, Eurypilma, which is a genus of large hairy burrowing spiders of the western u.s oh, which um, are typically venomous so another poisonous spider for those Ooh. that are interested in poisonous spiders yep and i feel like you guys also lost this one this one's not technically like qq it was outside the queue but you haven't i haven't seen this one in a long time the evans exotic plants yeah, that one doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Yeah, this is a bummer because they have this. It's basically it's just a kind of freestanding planter that looks like when the, you know, Bill Evans, the Evans brothers, planted all the Jungle Cruise plants. They would, you know, encase all yeah, they of those would, trees. They would, yeah, in boxes. We in saw boxes. that throughout the landscaping one. Yeah. Right. And then they would move them. So this was a nod to the Evans 
brothers, but it doesn't exist anymore, which is kind of a bummer. Here's uh, just something I noticed. Uh, that tarantula box has a similar, like, kind of quasi-hidden Mickey lock, similar to Pirates. Pirates has that that eared style lock it's on top. probably the first time I've seen that. I try not to look at that cage too much. <laughs> like, usually it's so deathly afraid of spiders. Like, mm-mm. That's, that's like, like like Jackie is with birds. I'm like that way with spiders. Oh, hang on. Uh, no, nothing on top of that barrel. <clears throat> Tell you, crates, people. Look at crates. Always. Mm-hmm. Oh, the beekeeping one? That one's in Disneyland on the upper level. So that's an also over there in Disneyland. Yeah. Because we talked about that. And yours is for headed to Mystic Point as well. Is that correct? I think so, yeah. Okay. You know... Even though Kate really enjoys crates, she definitely thinks outside of the box. <laughs> I do. Okay. Can I, I um, in the pack apparently. So can I, can I do high tower industries? Yes, please. Okay. So Hit let it, me skip. pull up. <clears throat> Just wait, Kate. All right, here we go. Let me pull. Cup. Exit. Enhance. Enhance. Where's my pictures of Harrison Hightower? There he is. <clears throat> Good old Harry. Yeah. So you have you have a picture, and and actually this will come back and haunt him. Literally, it will curse him a little bit later. Uh, and I'll tell the story of him. Hang on. Let me see if I can open up both of these, my notes, and him as well, because I actually like this picture. Let me see if I can do that. Deet, deet. All right, here we go. Here's this stuff. There we go. All right, so Harrison Hightower was born in 1835, and he was born into wealth in the Hightower family. And he studied and traveled abroad, uh, and eventually he would go on to become an evil colonial explorer who traveled the world to thieve and grave rob subjugated cultures and nations. Hightower operated off of um, primitive art is wasted on primitive people, which is horrible, horrible racist ideology of him um, to rationalize his crime. And he was actually a member of the SCA and was part of a aristocratic section of it known as the Pillagers Brigade. So not everyone in the SCA were good people. Um, And in fact, they had stolen many different personal collections and placed them in the Hotel Hightower in New York City, which, remember, we had that postcard for the Hotel Hightower. Now, let's talk about this little guy. This little guy shows up in Tokyo Disneyland because uh, that's their version of the Tower of Terror is attributed. Yeah. describe the little guy for those who might be listening? I can describe the little guy and I can show a picture of him. Let me, where's my little picture of him so that I can use more descriptive terms. So this is him in the actual, uh, he, he looks like a very short squatty, uh, tribalistic character who's holding a bloody trident like spear and a blade in his left hands. He's wearing a talisman of a skull with serrated teeth and uh, very long, oblong black eyes and, uh, and very large ears and many pins that almost make him look like a voodoo uh, mm-hmm. doll as well. 
So, but why is he important? Well, the Pillagers Brigade went into the Congo where they were attacked by an Africana tribe from thieving, obviously, them. Well, they eventually find this African deity idol known as the Shuriki Utundi and a knight Hightower and another gentleman named uh, Archibald Smelding, who was his loyal manservant. Uh, end up stealing this. They bring it back to New York. They throw this giant New Year's Eve party in the Hotel Hightower to celebrate this theft of the Shariki Utundi. And there's all these notable members of the SEA that are there. And apparently, at this party, Harrison Hightower disrespects the idol by using it to extinguish his cigar, resulting in the idol coming to life and blasting Hightower down an elevator shaft, killing him. So much more descriptive backstory to the Tower of Terror uh, in Tokyo Disneyland, which encompasses this Harrison Hightower story and this this idol, which is really cool. It's it's a really, really interesting story. Um, and it makes me desperately want to go to Tokyo. But I refuse I know, <laughs> to look up anything about Tokyo Disneyland because I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Well, and uh, Harrison Hightower, I, uh, the third, I think it's he, yes. Harrison Hightower, the third. He, I believe, is a cousin. He's a relative of George Hightower, who was Constance Hatchaway's fifth husband. So Which, there's a connection there. You know, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Who's like they both estate. got they both got clipped. You know. <laughs> so thanks for that backstory. Yeah, was, yeah, it's super so nerdy, but it's a society of explorers and adventurers. Like, it's a whole thing. It's a, it bothers me to thing. no end that I don't have the adventurers club to experience in my adult years. I know. It's one regret. It's the probably one of five things I would bring back that don't exist anymore. Uh, well, do you have more crates? <laughs> I'm like, I'm back in the crates. I don't have any more crates. I have. So I have this one that I don't know. I looked this up and I still can't. The only thing I can find this Finlayson Hannibal is is a wine that comes from South Africa. Um, but I don't know how that's connected yet. So I'm still figuring that one out. What, a, what about Hannibal the Great who crossed over um, with elephants and conquered parts of um i'm forgetting my geography what he conquered do you remember hannibal no he literally rode on elephants and uh uh gosh yeah Sorry. he rode on uh hannibal Sorry. the great no 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 what yeah, are you good minutes. Hannibal is considered uh, one of the greatest uh, military strategists, and he came from ancient Carthage. But yeah, he uh, he rode a bunch of elephants over to go and capture parts of. Oh gosh, they're talking about Italy, but I don't know. I'm not as well versed on my Hannibal yeah. stuff. But yeah, I'm assuming so one, it's, I'm still it's in Africa apart. somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, it is definitely has connections to Africa. So um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly why it's there. Maybe it's part of the old guard. This just hasn't been changed out. Um, hmm. In that same area, too, they also have this gas can that I 
is driving me crazy. I'm pretty sure it's just a prop. It's just like an antique. I don't think it's actually like has a meaning, but it says Vin and then SM on it. And then it says 1956. And I was like, oh, they can't, they can't have dude, 1956 it's, on it. It's not, it's the, the Vin can. That's not yeah. gasoline. It's diesel. It's Vin Diesel. You don't know who Vin Diesel is, do you? No, I do. I do. But I'm like, why? (laughs) It's not. It's not Vin Diesel. It's not. I'm like, no. So I'm looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah. And really interesting to me is that everything else, think back in Disneyland, how they changed the date even on the blueprints from WED to make it match the time period, right, of 1938. Why did this 1956 on this gas can like, I feel like somebody wasn't paying attention because <laughs> it shouldn't be. Not, it's not 1956 yet. We're in the time period of the 30s, late 30s. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a mistake <laughs> that they just didn't think about because they're like, it's a it's cool possible. antique. You know, it's totally possible. Because 1956 shouldn't be on there. So, yeah. So it looks like you've got the C. Yeah, uh, the SEA, Society of Explorer Mature. I couldn't figure out what language this is and be able to translate it. It's like, I don't, I don't even know where to start for that. I would need help. Yeah. We'll have to seek out some help for that. Luckily we've got more Mm -hmm. of this series. We can always cycle back around to these things. (laughs) So you can return back to civilization. All the, the doc will come back. Keep going around and around. (laughs) <laughs> okay that's Ali says Hannibal the African forest elephants marched over the Alps to attack Rome which see then that would tie back to like the that original elephant sign that we had in the beginning where they were actually riding elephants well that's, well, that's yeah. what I was thinking it is yeah, that, that was where there. I was that's where I was reaching yeah but I um, don't know for sure if it's part of the old guard or the new guard this is a shocking lack of pictures from this attraction <laughs> From this time so um but that that picture of mine might actually be from the old queue i think it is before they changed it over okay so th- i think that's where they put this they put a c logo there instead so i think that might actually be a reference to that elephant riding sign that then they needed to remove from the attraction that's... like kevin lively told us see i'm not that dumb <laughs> Hey, uh, I got another. Can we now that we did crates? Can we do barrels? Crate and barrel? Yeah. Well, that naturally. I think we have okay. to. Crate and barrel. So uh, this is a fun little hidden Mickey. Um, there's a bunch of little bubbles on here that make a ton of hidden Mickey's, and that barrel. It doesn't say just beer. It says ginger beer. So this is a ginger beer barrel. Do you have the gooseberry preserves barrel? I was hoping you had it. Okay. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, pro- I probably do. Um, and then we can talk about that. In the in the meantime, uh, do we want to do the menu? We can look at the menu because I have that already pulled up. Yeah, let's look at the menu. Okay. They have a couple of different of signs. That was a sentence bad. They have a couple of different that signs. That was a sentence bad. <laughs> I think that was a sentence was a worse. It was terrible. You should hear me when I'm trying to do voiceovers for some of these like TikToks and things. I'm like, 
<laughs> my first drafts are terrible, so I'm going to post those. Um, they have a couple of signs that are in this loading area, and a lot of them are holdovers from the original one. But I think the one you have here with the menu, that one is actually from the new um, 2021 version. And they have the crew mm -hmm. mess. And they have uh, Monday is the what fricassee of giant stag beetle. I can't read it since I'm about chicken. Stag right? beetle. Mm -hmm. Tastes. It, it says tastes a bit like chicken. Tuesday is barbecue three-toed skink, has a chickeny flavor. Wednesday is consomme of river basin slug, poultry-like. Thursday is filet of rock, rock python, chicken-esque. And Friday, chicken Which is funny because in Skipper Canteen on the menu, it says uh, tastes like chicken because it really is. Because it is, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. So let's do the tie back to Skipper Canteen to the Jungle Cruise there. Um, they have another sign that looks like, oh, you have that one. Yeah. That, this one was from the 1991 version. Yeah, so this is Jungle Navigation Co. is pleased to announce our employee of the month, L.O. Fever. So yellow fever please forward your congratulations and your condolences to mr o fever's next of kin care of our home <laughs> office so clearly the yellow fever did him in <laughs> um this one is a little bit more subtle humor but it says opportunities for immediate advancement at our amazon river base Recent events have created a number of openings at what is surely our most exciting outpost. Interested, um, inter if interested, please contact the personnel office. So it's it's a little more subtle of a joke because it's more like, um, what happened to the skippers? Like the skippers are lost. It's a, it's alluding to that, but it's very very subtle. And this one's more fun though. I love this. This is one of my favorite signs in the Jungle Cruise. It says, "Attention skippers, the use of Jungle Navigation Company boats for daredevil daredevil trips over Schweitzer Falls is strictly prohibited." <laughs> Which um is also kind of like um African Queen because remember how we watched that part where the boat goes through the rapids. And uh, so it's a, a bit of a reference back to that. But of course, it's Schweitzer, Schweitzer Falls, which we've talked about before. Are you still looking for that barrel? Yeah, I was I was barrel, letting you I was letting you buffer <laughs> while I'm barreling over here. <laughs> <laughs> barreling through. Um, let me check my notes. So let's see. We did all of those ones. And we are we going to talk about the trophies at all? Are we going to go there? Yeah, I didn't I didn't get there yet because I was trying to see if I... Okay, I'm not going to find it, so we're just going to talk about it. And I'd yeah. love for you to tell the story, but there's... On the right-hand side, there's a barrel. Uh, you can't see it when you're loading. It's not until you're actually seated on the boat uh, because it's kind of obscured on the right-hand side by this little, like, half wall. Uh, and it says, Gooseberry Preserves. I actually learned this story from you, and I love it because I think it's so cute. It's really a Disneyland story that just happens to be getting an homage here in the Walt Disney World queue. Uh, but it's a reference to Snow White and Walt and his kids. Do you want to tell that story? Because that's how I learned it was from you. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So the story <laughs> – this is now a quiz. I better get it right. So – Basically, Walt had created all of these films, right? And his kids knew him as a filmmaker, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Um, and 
the that ended up being like one of his kids favorite films and his kids refused to believe that he had created all of these rides and attractions so as like kind of like a hidden easter egg fun little secret just for his family and just for his kids to prove that he actually created these attractions he hid a reference to their favorite film snow white that he had made in um I don't know what ride it originally was or if it was a multitude of rides, uh, but it was referenced to gooseberries and because that was obviously the pie that Snow White made, which I think is adorable and cute. Like I would my my kids would actually believe me, but maybe they wouldn't. And I would have to. Do, but I would definitely hide stuff that's family specific jokes, because why well, would you? There's a gooseberry pie that's in Snow White that is uh smells like gooseberry pie when you go by it in the so oh, Snow really? White's enchanted wish yeah so it's like the very oh. one of the very first scenes you go in and you smell the gooseberry pie it's like sitting in the corner which i think i, I love oh, that's really cool mm-hmm. i like that a lot i need to go to Disneyland. <laughs> i know you okay. do you gotta stop saying like April. fun come on <laughs> you gotta stop saying like fun dark ride stuff because that I'm makes so me like sorry re- no don't be sorry it's okay it's terrible it makes me just want to go it's terrible don't go <laughs> That's all I got. I couldn't even think about why it was terrible. I was like, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm ready to now do awards, which is the lightning lane line. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Let's let's okay. do awards. I think it's that's pretty much it after that. That's right? pretty much it. That is pretty much. I mean, there's we'll a tiny bit in the awards the... and then we'll call it a night. <laughs> it's the part of the Oscars that you everyone was waiting for anyway. <laughs> Um, so there is at the very end of, well, in the, technically it's the beginning of the lightning lane queue on the left-hand side. There's all these pictures of skippers and award winners. There's one of a clown. There's all these different types of awards and trophies. And then there's really fun ones that are in this case. Uh, the rusty propeller award, the I think I have a better picture of the backside of water award. I had pictures of, of all of these, but my favorite, <laughs> so fun. So that's the backside of water award. Is that one? There is. I'm so a... sorry. Give me just a second, oh. honey. I'll be out in a minute. I need you to be patient, please. Thank you. I know. I love you. I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> She's laying outside my door. Well, I don't blame her. She's where's the pizza at, bro? <laughs> There's uh, the boat race is on here. The rookie skipper of the year is on here. Uh, of course, I don't have my golden piranha award, um, which is right here, which they also had a um, they had a, a mug for it, too. I have I actually own the golden piranha from Trader Sam's when they released it. Uh, but the Golden Piranha actually best award award uh, for the Golden Piranha. So, <laughs> so everybody, uh, that's a it's that's an inside joke. Award award. <laughs> so the reason why that one won the world's greatest award award is because Kevin Lively had shown all of these awards off to Imagineers, and they loved the Golden Piranha one the best. So. <laughs> This is a world's greatest award award awarded to the order of the golden piranha is what it actually says on it. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, I think Kevin Lively also told us that there is um, a, a 
something for Skipper Sean that is a recipient of the Dr. Albert Falls Memorial Award, and that is actually a reference to a skipper that did pass away. So it's an actual kind of memorial for a skipper that they lost. One thing that's pretty crazy, too, is I had to Google it, and in the sense of Googling, uh, there is a golden piranha color. So it's it's found in Brazil in the Rio Agrieo Basin. So I apologize, my pronunciation is terrible, but <laughs> sure. But yeah, there yeah. there physically there physically is a golden piranha or a golden looking piranha. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so the other ones I really like Smiley's Chili Crock Cookoff <laughs> with first place Skipper Kaz, and it says three bean ginger delight. So if you're familiar with that one, that is references the crocodiles in the attraction, Smiley and Ginger. Really oh, fun. that's cute. Mm-hmm. That's really cute. And they also have uh, Nigel Greenwater's Trivia League from 1937. They have first was the pack, second Avis Raris, and third place they said Banana Bunch, which is interesting because it's not the Banana Troop, it's Banana Bunch. But hmm. you look at found... Piranha over there. Yeah, it apparently. <laughs> <Your> piranha talk. <laughs> look, one of these sold. It was a Piranha. That was used on the Jungle Cruise was sold yeah, in May of 2021. You could for have an had one. Amount. No, I couldn't. You're over there in the Jungle Cruise, just like holding your. <laughs> You're like, I'll bring my own if you can't provide one for me. B- BYOP. <laughs> I could see you doing that. Oh my gosh, dude. I would be all over this and being like, hey, go. Metal detective, they'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm bringing what needs to be here. <laughs> I'm correcting a mistake. <laughs> like, Sir, you can't install props on the jungle cruise. <laughs> yeah, okay. It says, it says who? Oh. I know. What the, what the, oh, I know. Come on, man. Just come on. Come to Disneyland. We'll watch. We'll see the piranha. <laughs> You can't take one home, okay. but we can see it. <laughs> Skipper. Did they sell necklaces with the piranha on it? No, no, because only nerds like us want that. <laughs> there's, hang on, there's it's this random picture. Only us want this. No there's, just, no, there's like a picture with a piranha on a necklace, but it says Disneyland on you it. You need a banana troop shirt with a piranha necklace. That's going to be your new wardrobe for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much there. Um, let's see. Other signs that they have here. You said the Rusty Propeller, the Rookie of the Year one, Rookie Skipper of the Year is Skipper Carl. They have that. Um, they have one for the Adventureland Film Festival from 1937 that they give first place to Skipper Sean for a bigger boat. And it could be a nod to the adventure, True Life Adventure series. What are you gasped? Gasped. Do you <laughs> know about... Her. Do you know about Adventure? The where was this located? This is at the Adventure Trading Company. Do you know what Juju's are? No, no. It it was like pin trading, but so much cooler. Like they're legit, like totems, like little totems that you can trade. Oh, that's cute. And they were in the Adventure uh, Trading Company. 
and there was a bunch of rules on how to trade them. I don't know what time period, but that's what it was from. There was a skull one, a bird one, an elephant one, the eye of Mara, pineapple one, piranha one, skull one, snake one, tiki mask, and treehouse. <laughs> what? Ali said, sir, stop hitting people with a piranha. I just noticed it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like your gimbal walking through the <laughs> so this is a giant piranha. Anybody have a three printer? <laughs> <laughs> they also have um a plaque that says uh KP Rafferty All Skipper Pun Championship and it that alludes to the imagineer Kevin Rafferty. So that's up always up there. There's also up there, not always up there. And there's a, a photo there somewhere from the first Jingle Cruise, uh, which is, of course, the seasonal overlay of the Jungle Cruise. Do you have any other awards you'd like to give out? <laughs> I've got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I We've been in a line for two and a half hours. I know. I feel like we're we should ride the ride, but instead we're just gonna get off. <laughs> we're just gonna like I'm done. This is like when we did that what Little Mermaid. We waiting in line and then we just ditched before the ride because we just wanted to see the rocks. <laughs> People in that queue were so confused. <laughs> they were really confused. I was like, we're leaving, and they're like, "Is the line bad?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> Get out of here. I will say one last reference to Piranha since we're on Piranha Talk um, is one that you've showed me, um, but it's a water fountain that's at the end of the attraction. So it's kind of outside of the queue. Mm. But um, it says, keep fingers away from the hole. And then it says it's imported because it's imported from Disneyland. So that's why it says imported on it. And then it says live baby piranha packed in 100% pure Amazon river water, which I think is really fun for a drinking fountain for them to mm -hmm. do that. It was one of my highest performing TikToks was that thing. <laughs> Did you put was your that, finger in that it? Box. <laughs> I, 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 I cut it before then, but yes. <laughs> I feel like you have to. Here, I have yeah. a picture of it here. It looks like this. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see the hole at the top and then imported two little water fountains, but it's really mm -hmm. fun. Don't drink water from metal water fountains at Disney World. Fun fact. Why not? I did. It's awful. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about piranha. <laughs> no. No. I was going to say it all tastes like metal. Heavy metal. It's not good. Dissolved metals. Ugh. Yeah. No thanks. Mm -mm. Well, do we have anything else we'd like to share with the class from our I Q would... adventure? I think we've sunk our teeth in enough, our little piranha teeth. <laughs> Goodness, that was a journey. That was a long thank you for hanging in there with us, everybody. Mm -hmm. That was a long queue. We had a long Also, I do, I do have a t-shirt for next year. It's a Jungle Cruise t-shirt that'll be for around Jingle Cruise. And it's going to be celebrating Piranica. And it'll be like a menorah, but with piranhas <laughs> on it. I thought it was clever. Just replace the candles. Just replace the candles yeah, with yeah. piranha. It's piranica. 
<laughs> downstream, downstream or upstream society, Christina? It's upstream. Downstream is a whole different society. That's like Kirk society. <laughs> <Downstream>. <laughs> You're rich enough to be upstream. <laughs> You're in a different tax bracket than upstream society people. <laughs> I'll be at the Dollar Tree. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. To you. Just... <laughs> it's it's not offensive, which is what's funny. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> Welcome to quick service. Meet <laughs> table service. <laughs> well, apparently I'm not in the upstream society, though. I guess I want to be, but I'm not. Oh, well. I'm in the pack. So, no. See, I've embraced my funny business. It's my best <laughs> business. It's embraced my nerdy side. You have. But I, w- I want to be fancy, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I want. I'm a kind of. What kind of am? I don't know. <laughs> I'm both. I can't. I have to, I'm both. Maybe I'll just go between one and the other, like Disneyland and Disney World. They are That's right next to each other. They are. I mean, isn't it kind of interesting? Think about this for a second. Our similar guiding is that we both are somewhat pack, right? Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're more pack than I am, but. It's right in the middle of us. The pack is what binds us. I'm in the it banana troop. Together. You're in the upstream society. And the pack binds us. It's a we book. Meet in it's the a pack. book joke. We meet in the middle. <laughs> it's binding. Get it? Book joke? Never mind. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Oh, man. I had to, yeah. It's okay. We've only been doing this for two and a half hours. Three hours. <laughs> Downstream is fancy on a budget. I love that. Because, you know. Oh, nerdy at heart, fancy in the parks. I am fancy. So I'm nerdy at home and fancy in the parks. I mean, I'm nerdy in the parks too, but I'm like fancier than normal. You can tell I'm dressed down at home. So, yeah. Thank you everybody for joining us for this episode of Distory. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us, especially for this little bit of a longer episode, but we wanted to make sure we got all the way through the queue. Next week, we'll be talking about the Jungle Cruise Skipper scripts all the way throughout history and all the different jokes that they had and maybe some that have gone away over time. Um, So that will be a really fun episode, uh, maybe a little bit of a funny one, not that this one wasn't, (laughs) Um, but we'll enjoy that one. And then um, after that, we'll... Kirk and I will connect about what we're doing after that because I'll be doing a little bit of traveling to Disney World where he's at. So we'll go from there. So thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Thanks, Kirk, for staying up a little later and uh, getting through the queue. Appreciate you. Yeah, that was so much fun, honestly. It it didn't feel like I was waiting in line. (laughs) It didn't. No. (laughs) No. That's what a good queue does. That's right. All right, everybody. Have a great night and a great weekend, and we'll see you later. Bye, Bye. Good night. Have a great weekend, everybody.